tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Joining me as always, I can't hear him, by the way. Joining me as always, Xavier Guerrero. Ooh. And on the ones and twos, Jay Nice, Juicy Johnny. Johnny Woodard, everybody. Hey, hey, buddy. And we're in it. Guys, uh, in studio, happy to have him. One of my favorite people to talk to. We talk to all the time. He's a uh, podcast producer. He's a researcher. I'm sure at some point he, he made music. I don't know. Uh, but I no love music. him. He's a good friend of mine. I'm so excited. We've shared a stage together. Uh, please welcome to the show, Jeffrey Wilson. What is up, brother? What Thank up, you for buddy? having me on, my friend. How are you? Always a pleasure. Last time we saw you, you was at, uh, in St. Louis. Absolutely, yeah. You guys uh, brought the pain. You've done stand-up with us before. I have went up in front of people and talked into a microphone and attempt to make them laugh. You do stand up. You guys do stand up. Well, Xavier uh, tries. Yeah, yeah. I, I just go, just like you. I just go up and try right, no, no, right you're, before you're, Sam. You're a pro. You're a pro. You do great. Uh, for those who may not be familiar with you, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and where our listeners can find you? Yeah, I mean, I kind of popped up on the radio radar uh, with my Conspiracy Farm podcast I used to do with Pat Militich. We don't do it near as much anymore, but the archives are still there on that podcast network. If you go to that podcast network, we got a few shows on there. The Conspiracy Farm is one of them. And again, the archives are just as relevant today as we, you know, we started that almost 10 years ago. And, you know, stuff still equally as germane today as when we first talked about them but yeah i'm producing other podcast content i have a former oakland raider kenny shed has a show on there called uh, uncuffed and working with other people to just create more content out here right now um can't say too much but having some meetings about a documentary that i'm involved with and um yeah man just trying to stay busy like you i love it dude I love it very much, and uh, I'm, I'm glad you're in studio. It's always a pleasure to have the guests in studio, and I love everything you're doing. Thanks. And uh, it's very interesting because, you know, we're blessed on this show that a lot of people like to go back and listen to old episodes, and I feel like, in a way, you know, you're never going to get anything perfect. Sure. I mean, we're trying to solve crimes in the dark here, right? You know, <laughs> it's like, that, yeah. right, it's, it's, and there's, it's very hard to do, but... You know, the beauty of this show is like, I feel like we're going to be like Carlin sets where like people go back and listen to old Carlin. They're like, dude, he, you can play that right now. Yeah, absolutely. That, that, he's, that's happening right now. And that's why, like, you know, obviously there's there were moments where maybe we got a little detail wrong. But for the most part, uh, I think we, we've been pretty accurate. I'd say we bet 950 on this show, which is pretty good. So I, I, I so I'm just. I, I, I know you guys on the Conspiracy Farm did even deeper dives than us. So if you guys want to listen to some real deep dives, go check that out. Uh, I'm glad you're here. 
It was very funny. You you called me up. You're like, dude, I got to talk. I'm like, what is, what, what is something going on? <laughs> God, come on. Just call me real quick. I'm like, okay. I'm like, dude, what's up with this Tataria shit? I'm like, oh, okay. I thought there was an emergency or something. Uh, yeah, dude. It's it's something I'm getting into. It's something uh, Eddie like wasn't into at first, and now he's like balls deep into it. Yeah. So I had heard a little bit. You had mentioned it when I talked to you before about the World's Fair, and I just didn't understand the context of really what you were saying. But then I had another conversation about Tartaria, and I was like, you know what? Let me look into this. But there's so much information out there. I hit up our mutual friend, Eddie. I'm like, Eddie, what's the best spot, kind of a one-stop shop to get the most informed on this subject? And it was... Uh, on my lunch break. On I my lunch break. Called. And so I went went pretty hard on it. And I I told Eddie, I'm like, I'm not mad at a lot of what he's saying. I can't sign on 100%, but I just started having a lot of questions. And it lended itself to something that I've already been talking about and kind of lent itself to this documentary we're working on, that civilization is way older than what we're told. So I've, I've been doing some deep diving. I'm going to check out some more stuff because, like, as I live in St. Louis, and the episode on St. Louis, the St. Louis Basilica, the civil courts building with the two Egyptian griffins on top. You know, I, I got questions, man. I got yeah. questions. Yeah, and it's very interesting because you have your big cities where it tends to be limited to, like, let's say the city halls or the feder some federal buildings. But when you go in these smaller cities that are a little farther out, you see it all over the place. And it's because they just didn't have time right. to like kind of either clean it up or, or, or re repurpose it. But you see it all the time. And it just, it goes, what is the, what does that mean? Is Tataria something? Well, we've seen Tataria on maps. We've seen, we've seen, uh, you know, old, 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 like, um, I forget what it was. Was it a, uh, it was just like the facial structures of all these different, uh, ethnic groups from different regions. Like the Armenia was on there and then Tataria was on there. Yeah. I've seen it on the map. And you go, what happened to Tataria? Was it wiped out? Why did they do that? What does that represent? And this gets into this whole thing that I have about like all history is a lie. Why, why that? Why are we focusing on Tartaria? Because of its size? Because uh, there are many defunct countries that you'll find on old maps. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. But there is. Barbaria is not one that people are starting to look into. Like, where that come? Is that where barbarians came from? Stuff like that. But the point is, it's like, why why have they hid this from us? What is the purpose of that? What, what knowledge did we lose? Or what knowledge are they trying to keep us from accessing? And why? Well, and you say it, you say it often, Sam, that they're basically... Not, they're trying to hide how cool we are. Yeah. Trying to conceal and obfuscate yeah. how cool we are. I mean, and it, this, all of this addresses the age-old question of who we are and where we came from. You know, wars are being fought and wars are continuing to be fought to answer that question. But it's, it's very interesting because my default mode on history is, like you said, we've just been lied to about so much. And so when I got into this Tartaria, Tartaria thing, I was just like, this too, I mean, this is basically a further extension of the same stuff I've already been chewing on as far as ancient civilizations and I've always just kind of localized it to just ancient areas like, you know, Egypt, Sumeria, et cetera. I didn't think it could possibly be happening over here. But then when you get into conversations like, we, you know, the Moors and all of this, we find out that we've been lied to about a lot. And so, so trying to put these pieces together. And and it's it's just interesting to me because, you know, so in, I brought this up before on the show and you're going to hear similar talking points it's a it's just we're talking about our lives and stuff like that and what we've uh, uh, experienced and you know they just opened this giant hindu temple in new jersey it's like huge hmm. and it's gorgeous and it's like it was done with love and you know how long it took to build that 15 years do you know how probably long it took to de just 
design it probably five years. So we're talking a 20-year process, right? right? So so when we look into things like the fair and Johnny and I have our disagreements on this, like you're, you're, you're just telling me that happened in two years. And I just can't believe that. And you go, and you go, uh, then you go, you look at all the new architecture. You're like, why is this new architecture like designed awkwardly and not very sturdy, not like meant to survive? And you start getting into this. I saw who, 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 somebody tweeted this and they go, is our modern day architecture meant to kind of, oh yeah, it was Leonardo meant to like give us anxiety and make us feel uncomfortable. It's so to look at it. It's not. Ple- leave it on there. Look yeah, at it. Look, yeah, okay. look at. Look at it. Put it up there. I want to see too. The Hindu. Look at the the Hindu thing. Look how gorgeous that is, right? It's so gorgeous. And you're like, we have the technology to do that. That's some Tatarian shit. Well, and it's. I think you have, people have said, you know, wow, this horse and buggy society built so many of these amazing structures here in the U.S. And then even going back to. You know, where, where the documentary is potentially going, you know, down in Peru and Bolivia and South America. How are these Bronze Age tool cultures building these huge megalithic structures that are, you know, tons and tons and tons? And how are they cutting these kind of, you know, basalt, nah, yeah, basalt and granite with these supposedly Bronze Age tools? Again, it just it just makes you ask more questions, man. And, and, and then you go, well, what if that's all a lie? What if like the notion of cavemen and and these primitive societies is just a story told us that make us feel like we're some kind of like high end of the evolutionary uh, uh, process when in reality we might have had amazing things going on, giant wars happen, and they just reset it. And 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 you know, not that we went back to caveman stuff, but it's like all that technology was taken away, and they gave us less sophisticated technology. And used to kind of trap us in this this kind of cycle where they can charge us for everything and not to make money because they print money, but just the tax of having to pay more, the anxiety that comes along with it. It just gets into me this spiritual war. Everything leads to spirituality to me. It definitely is a spiritual war taking place. We're seeing it right now. And, you know, I, like I said, the more, the more questions I think I have answered – you know, I just have, I, I keep saying this, just more and more questions. The Tatarian thing is really, really kind of blowing my mind because there's a lot to it. Then we, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole, but yeah, I don't know. Oh, wait, so, okay. So when did they rewrite history? If you had to go back, like, I mean, I mean, and I know you don't know the answer. No well, one knows the date, but like, when would you say like 1800s, 1700s? I have a theory that something changed in the 1500s. Well, civilizations through different iterations of advancement have come and gone many of times throughout history in, in the more modern term like you said i don't necessarily have the number for it but it's definitely um it, like you just said we like to think we were so we're so cool now and we were so caveman knuckle dragon before and now we're just so advanced when in fact and again we're going to get into this in our in our project you know it's not necessarily alien related but Human beings, Denisovians, Neanderthals, hominids, etc., were way more advanced than what we give them, give them credit for. We make them think that they were just knuckle-dragging cavemen when, in fact, they had access to some pretty dope technology that had, you know, like I said, come and gone and got suppressed. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the use of uh, uh, vibrations and frequencies and all that stuff and the healing process of that. Uh, and that's been taken away and and replaced with uh, big pharmaceuticals. But the reason I say that 
everything kind of changed in the 1500s because that's when what we know is like Mayor, I, 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 is it called Mayor Rothschild? The the Rothschild yeah, of yeah. all the Roth, you know, Absolutely. in which we hear this this ridiculous Paul Bunyan type story about him. He's like, he was 11 and he's like running this investment firm. It's like, (laughs) it's so like ridiculously stupid. And it's just literally meant to like, kind of make him seem like he was bigger than us. And, and the reality is just like we see with our modern uh, billionaires, they're all the children or the grandchildren of people who created amazing things. And they were just, uh, LARPs, li- like li- live action role players for life. You know, Jeff Bezos is a LARP. You know, oh, yeah. uh, Bill Gates is a LARP. All these guys are LARPs. They're, they're not saying they're not smart. I mean, they, they're picked because they are smart. They're picked because they're, they are also oh, have, oh, uh, yeah, grab a wall. They also, they're picked because they also have like, uh, they're, they're just psychopaths. Now, I mean, does not seem as much as Jeff Bezos seems to be involved in all the the depopulation stuff, and maybe that's why he got out. He doesn't want to do it anymore. Um, but for me, these people are are just LARPs, and that's why I think the Rothschilds were. They positioned them there. They came up with it, and then and then he just sent his kids. Oh, I'm just going to send my kids to all these other like countries and they just take over. It's, it was all set up and it's, it's by these black nobility or these ancient banking, Babylonian banking families that have been around forever. And then you get into who are they and why are they here? And it usually gets down to fallen angels Anunnaki, you know, and that, that, that's all I would love to ask Mads. Like, does he see the Anunnaki as, as, um, good guys, bad guys, either one? What, what do you think? Well, I mean, the oldest sibling rivalry is Enlil versus Enki. Yeah. And so that was pretty much which dictated the direction of humanity. Enlil wanted to enslave us, where Enki wanted to provide us with, you know, immortality. Yes. Yes. So one was a good guy, one was a bad guy. Yes. And then do you you have any thoughts that maybe the bad guy invents the lizard people? I know when you say that people think you're joking, but literally this kind of predator class— that's job is to to control us. Yeah, I mean, we have this connotation of the serpent, you know, the reptilians, the lizard. But in fact, you know, in antiquity, serpents and, and the reptiles symbolized enlightenment. And that's kind of what Inky was. Inky was the one who was providing enlightenment and potentially. So if you get into the myth of Adapa, that's the original story of the Garden of Eden, where basically, you know, a, a serpent tempts uh, Ea at the time. Anyway, it's, again, one of those stories that's already been told, but people have a different, you know, I think kind of a mixed perception on what a serpent really is supposed to be about. Like we say it's all demonic and evil, et cetera, and that's kind of more the modern connotation when, in fact, like I said in in antiquity, that the serpent meant something very different. Like Matt talks about uh, St. Patrick's Day yeah, and how that was, they weren't getting rid of the snakes, (laughs) they were getting rid of the druids who were represented by the snake. Yeah, it's very interesting because I, I I go back and forth on that because I think a lot of the little G gods are fallen angels or Nephilims, you know, and so that's a debate, you know, or are they part of the earth? Are they part of this spiritual? Just I don't know. It, I don't like, it gets it gets very interesting, you know, the the part in the Bible where like, you know, God curses the the serpent. That he has to crawl on his stomach for the for the eternity, right? Or like, 
to me, that's interesting. You're like, well, we know snakes have no arms and legs. Well, how are you cursing it if it's already doing that? What if what if the snake isn't a snake in the in the Garden of Eden? Well, yeah, it probably is not literally a serpent. Yeah, I mean, what if it's, it's a lizard person? Oh, well, like I said, I think it's more of a symbol of what the serpent is supposed to represent than it is an actual. So we get into that, like like the the knowledge, like. You know, we've had this discussion before. Lucifer, good guy, bad guy. You know, like, what is your thoughts on that? Because that gets into some interesting stuff. I, I, I have said that the there are there are. You know, we've had um, Ian Ferguson on, and he's he's brought down that there's a, a battle between Luciferians and Malachians, and I buy into that. Like, it's like Trump, Trump versus Hillary Clinton now. I'm not going to sit here and tell you Trump was a good guy. We've discussed that in eight billion episodes. Right. But, but, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It just seems like Hillary's a little nastier. And, and it's not because she's a chick, but just, you know, the whole pedophile ring and all that. And, and not that Trump, here we're going to get pissed some people off. But, you know, it's like there's a lot of darkness in that New York State real estate oh, yeah. scene. A lot of, like, Well, and I always mouth. say it's all it's all organized crime. So just as, you know, we think of organized crime as the five families, you know, the Bananos, the Lucchesis, the Gambinos, the Genoveses, et cetera. And, and yeah, that's, they're fighting over the block, but you also have these larger families fighting over the block, but the block is really the globe. So you definitely have some infighting with these elite families, if you will. It's not all... When I talk about it, oftentimes it's all WWE, it's all kind of scripted. I, I do believe that to some degree, but at, at the end of the day, I do believe a lot of these elite families, these predator class do have some infighting over the pie. And we're seeing it play out right now with all the global conflict right now, the expansion of China and its one belt, one road policy. A lot of pieces on the grand chessboard are shifting in real time. And a lot of it is some of these elite families vying for power and control over this next you know, this next iteration of humanity, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, where we're going as a society. They're fighting over the pieces of the pie. Because they have all the money they want, all need. They, well, now it's about control. Control of what? Us. So, Our, oh, I mean, that's Agenda that 21. Into why, why do they want to do depopulation? Well, there's, le there's left, less to have to control. But again, with Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, not, they only not only want to control us, they want to control our resources, our water, our food, our energy taxes to hell yeah are you really but, are you, but if, if but wouldn't you want more people to tax more people i think i mean i don't i'm not well you get what i mean by that like i mean what's the point of i, I don't I, I think as the dollar goes away we're going to be seeing less emphasis on the dollar we're going to be seeing more carbon credit social credit court score type stuff less having to do with like actual fiat currency or monetary units is social credit score which china has already been implementing that's how the society is going to start running XG, you... He's got a negative score. I mean, I'm saying you, 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 you crosswalk, <laughs> so now you can't ride this public transportation. I crossed or, the border, trust me, I'm negative. Or, or with the CBDC, <laughs> the central bank digital currency, like, hey, Sam, you're, you're, you're a diabetic. We're restricting you from buying these donuts. Or we're putting money in, and you have to buy it over a certain period of time. So That's, it's just controlling. Man. That's the scary part. So I had this guy come on. Uh, well, he didn't come on. I was watching one of his videos, and I did it on my, my new... Uh, doom scrolling show on on um rumble rumble and That's hilarious he he was um he was talking about how like they've somewhat given up on the you know the american citizen getting uh the the digital dollar that the government wants to make and what they're going to do is they're going to take all these illegals 
And this is how they're going to make them in the system by giving them these debit cards that have this. You already heard about the mayor in New York. Did the 50 some million dollars. You heard about that? Oh, Giving them prepaid uh, Visa cards? Is it, but is it in dollars or is it in crypto? I don't think it's in crypto. I thought he was giving that's out prepaid, prepaid, yeah. whatever money or car, things with cards on it. But yeah, I mean, that's, and guess who that crew is going to be voting for every election? See, but that's, that's what, part of that replacement see, theory. Which, I'm with Sam for the first election. What do you mean? For the first time around, they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna vote Democrat because they let me." Oh in. yeah, yeah. And then you figure These out Latinos, what it means, dude. Yeah. Like, here's the biggest thing about this movement: like, they're letting in people that are not cool with Marxism. Like, they're letting people in that, like, from countries where it's like, you know, I, I, they're not down with the the cultural Marxism, no. spe especially in Latin America, like where El Salvador. Yeah, the the new president of Salvador is super Republican, super. Oh, uh, Salvador slanging. They're using Bitcoin. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, again, this Trojan horse. Again, we're witnessing this right in front of our face. It's by design. This is how they implode. This is another aspect of how they employed um, implode America, i.e., ideological subversion. What is it? Seven million since Biden's been in office. Yeah, you're gonna have a shit ton of people who aren't cool with this or that. All you need is. As my, me and my boy were just talking about last night, all you need is an army, a small army to handle your business. And within this 7 million, you don't think that they, I mean, we've seen it, a bunch of male aged 18 to 35 men. The clock is ticking, bro, as far as when this happens. And I'm jumping ahead, but, you know, uh, the House didn't pass that new border bill, which was going to give Israel, I think it was like $18 billion. Yeah, what do you think of so that? So they nixed that. And that means we're not fucking necessarily with BB right now. And BB's going to be like, all right. Unleash the fucking false flags, man. They've been monitoring everything, so now we're going to see more scandals, more this, more that, more disruption, more demoralization, as you like to talk about. It's not going to go well. The, the, the days of us implicitly supporting Israel, the days are numbered. Well, it's an interesting conversation because I, I, think, I think the days of false flags working the way they wanted to are also coming to an end. Now, every, especially after the Vegas shooting, I think people now either assume it's uh, It's either the Fed, CIA, or Israel. No, and I, I think you're absolutely right. They're, they're still playing from the same playbook as far as using false flags, but we've heard over the last couple of weeks, you know, the Homeland Security is saying, hey, China's trying to tap into our critical infrastructure and take out our water and take out our energy. That, I think, if it happens, will be a false flag because Done by the, our intelligence I'm not going to say who I, who I think would be doing it, but these everything we fuck with is ran by microprocessors and semiconductors. The mic, these microprocessors are are designed and manufactured with back doors in them. Now, either the manufacturers or the designers can go in and exploit those weaknesses or potential hackers. But we're going to see people, I kind of already just alluded to it, but we're going to that's kind of going to be one of the biggest false flags we're going to be seeing soon is people tapping into these back doors and fucking up our water and our energy our critical so infrastructure. So it's not going to be China. They're going to say it's China. They're going to say it's China. And it's going to be For sure. Yes. Yes. China's of course getting Look at what China has done low the last 20 freaking years. They're taking over almost the entire planet without firing a shot, bro. Look at all the trade alliance and economic alliances they have everywhere. Africa, South America, India, India. You're, I mean, they're, they're building their Belt and Road through Eurasia. So we don't like that. That's why what's going on in the Red Sea. We're trying to do again. 
I, I hate to relegate this to just nation state, nation state, but right now let's just say it's just China versus the U.S. Even though we know the IFCs, as I call them, the international financial cartels, phone both sides of this. But China's blowing up the spot and taking shit over. Again, without firing a shot. And one of their main routes on their belt and road is what is called the String of Pearls. It's a maritime route that goes around the South China Sea, around the Philippines and Myanmar, up into the Indian Ocean, and into the Red Sea, which takes the Belt and Road, or the, the maritime route, up to the Red Sea, into the Suez Canal, into the Mediterranean, into Europe. We don't want them to just have unfettered access like they've been having right now. So we, that's why we're seeing this ordo ab chaos, this problem reaction solution happening in the Red Sea, because that's almost one of China's last legs of locking down their Belt and Road is that maritime route. So again, it's one of those, we, we've allowed China to do this. We helped transfer the tech back in the, with the Clintons. In the, so we've, we've allowed them to grow. But again, this gets into the larger, longer marathon agenda of build back better. You can't build it back until you burn it down. Yeah. So they're going to flip, they're going to turn the meat grinder on here in a minute. We're about to have a war. Oh, so, so they're invading Taiwan here pretty in soon. They, uh, I don't think they're going to invade Taiwan. I don't. I think they're going to be allowed to take Taiwan, me personally. Like the U.S. would just let them have it because yes. they, now they, they're making all the, the microchips in the States now, yes. so they don't give a fuck about Taiwan no more? If, I mean, if they, if they physically go in and take out physical Taiwan, the world's economy will almost collapse because this company called TSMC, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, manufactures the next level of semiconductors and microprocessors. If you go and bomb Taiwan... You bomb pretty much what's driving everything, you know, our, our electronic vehicles, our tablets, our, those microprocessors run everything. So if you take that out, it disrupts the world economy overnight. So what do you think? They just, Taiwan surrenders? I'm not sure how it plays out, man, because, again, every, these relationships are shifting in real time. You know, China and Taiwan, yes, they're adversarial, but I mean, I don't know. I, I think when I talked to Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, I interviewed him. Stop was, bragging. I'm just saying, in, in this conversation, he was talk, everybody was talking about World War III, World War III, and I've always felt because this is a world economy and every, all these countries are so economically interdependent on each other, we're not going to see as much kinetic war as we're used to seeing. It's more asymmetrical warfare. But he was saying to me, he's like, no, don't ever take that off the table. Never, never take kinetic war off the table. But again, I think still, I think a lot of countries are too reliant on each other to just yeah. scorched earth again. So that that's my whole theory on, on Saudi Arabia and why we allow Saudi Arabia to act like they have, they're the kings of the oil because we actually produce more oil than they do. But, but by buying all their oil, we control them. Well, and it's good to have, you know, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Look at all the bases we have in that region. Our, our naval fleets, we have so many, so much shop set up as far as our naval fleet over in that region. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, 100%. And, and in my opinion, not to completely digress, but it's kind of relevant, kind of germane. That's why we're sending billions and billions and billions to Ukraine. We're not necessarily trying to help them, fund them, and raise their army. We're, we're building up our forces over there for this coming conflict with Russia, China, Iran, this new, what they're calling this multipolar world order, which is expanding every day. Russia, China, Iran, these BRIC nations. You have uh, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, some, and uh, Iran, I think, just joined the BRIC nations. And when they meet again in Russia, there's 24 other countries that are applying to be in the BRIC nations. So, again, the West will never necessarily go anywhere, but they have some... Uh, they have some foes coming up. 
Okay, we'll get into that. Hey guys, real quick, I want to tell you about our boy James McMahon and copy my crypto. Crypto is heating up and James McMahon is the guy that can teach you how to make buku bucks off it. Let me tell you about James McMahon. We all know crypto's on the way back. It's killing it, okay? And guys, there's so many people making ridiculous money from crypto, but did you know it's easy for you to do the same? The Copy My Crypto membership site shows you the coins that YouTuber James McMahon personally holds and allows you to copy them. It's like having a big brother who knows what he's doing. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or how to invest as you simply do what he does. It's that simple, okay? So let me tell you about James. He runs Crypto with James YouTube channel, which despite heavy censorship has over 26,000 subscribers. Since March 2020, he told his viewers to buy 26 crypto coins. Had you put 100 bucks into each, it went on to be worth $123,000, okay? Of the 26 coins, his top pick, a coin called Phantom, went up 692 times from when he said. That one call alone retired a number of people, including guys in their 20s and 30s. Remember, this is public knowledge. You can go to YouTube and verify this yourself. So if you'd like to join the 2,800 members who copy James, then stop what you're doing right now and head to copymycrypto.com slash TFH. That's copymycrypto.com slash TFH. That's TFH, okay? You'll not only find proof of everything I've said, but my listeners get full access for just a buck. It's that simple. So once again, that's copymycrypto.com slash TFH. The recession is here, guys. You can suffer like everyone else or choose to thrive. James is the real deal. Go visit his site now. Guys, real quick, uh, thank you, XG, for reminding me. Uh, <laughs> if you guys want to see me live, I have Comedy Chaos. Uh, that is a murder show with a very special, duper, super duper guest spot drop-in. Special guest drop-in, drop hunky hunky. That's all I can say <laughs> is uh, uh, Bakersfield. And then uh, I'll be in Bakersfield with Brian Callen and Huntington Beach with Brian Callen. Then I'm doing my live taping of my stamp special, Quiet. Oh, yeah. So come get weird. Let's go. And How excited are you about that, man? You're special. You're the latest one coming up. I'm very excited. I'm very excited, man. I mean, I'm ready. I've been doing this material for a little while now. It's time to put it out and then try to come up with some new stuff to see what people will jump on and see if they'll enjoy it. And then uh, I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to give myself a new kind of goal in my life. Um... My I mean, my set will be, can I do regular relatable stuff with my kind of view? I'm going into the, yeah. Because I've been like raging against machines, right, right, right. <laughs> taking chances and pressing forever. And I just want to kind of like, hey, do my kids do this? My kids do that. What's up? You know, it's like just my day-to-day -day shit, which I've been doing a lot of lately. Like, you know, I have a podcast called Broken Sim and him and I, you know, and I just talk about my week for an hour. You yeah. know, that, and that's what I love about Fun it. Fun with stupid. I'm a yeah. big fan of the Broken Sam. Sorry. Yeah, you guys. Johnny's mad because because uh, <laughs> uh, he thinks that doom scrolling is taking all the fun with well, stupid. Well, I just video. noticed this that they used. I haven't gotten a text suggesting videos for Broken Sam <laughs> since you started doing that. Okay. It's been two all weeks. Right, not right. one, literally not used to send me multiples every day. <laughs> okay. Now I haven't received one. All right. All right. All right. All right. You brought well, that well, on yeah. yourself. You brought that. You up. brought that. <laughs> you brought that on yourself. I didn't have to say that. Yeah. So that's yeah. I'm just excited. I'm excited for your new stuff because you did tell me you're like. Like, I'm going to change up the way I do stand-up. And I was like, why? And he's like, because before, 
used to not have to you used to have to go looking for conspiracies now it's thrown at you and now yeah. people come to my show and i yeah. throw it more at yeah, you yeah, 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 so yeah. i was like i get what he means it's stick yeah. and i just think it's uh comedy is getting to keep it simple stupid and uh you know i've been raging against machine for almost 30 years you definitely it's, have you it's gonna be have. fun to just be like let's just talk about life what's the point of like constantly you know and like people need a laugh they need to have a good time like, I, I i never heard the the uh Change a diaper by Sam Tripley joke. <laughs> I, I wanted that. I was like, well, can we yeah, get some some dad I know. shit? That's very interesting. <laughs> I never did do that. Yeah, because sure it you... didn't bother me. I thought it would bother me, and I'm like, no, this is my job. Now you got all these dad stories, man, and so many yeah, people can relate to it. I Fathers that, out there, dude. and you got twins too. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's great, dude. We're about to drop a, a really great broken sim. I thought it was good. Yeah, <laughs> it was. <laughs> Spending time with my kids is just like so funny because they just had a birthday, and I was just like trying to go out of my way. Uh, to just take care of my, you know, it's just like, like you almost dr drive yourself to exhaustion now to be oh, a great sure. dad. And, and going kind of back to when you were asking, do we still do the farm before, I mean, before we really kind of took our main break it, I mean, you know, not just the labor and of time putting in doing the show, talking and stuff, but like the show prep and the research, it can be very somewhat debilitating because you're talking about some hardcore shit. And so as I've gotten older, man, I really try to be more mindful on what I put my, what I give my energy to. And I would never regret, I'm take back the last 10 years of doing the conspiracy farm. It's brought me amazing things. My friendship with you and just people I've been able to talk to and things I've been able to learn. But again, there's like only going back to kind of the spiritual wards. There's only so much you can dabble into what's going wrong. And then it's like, all right, what are we doing to solve this? Are we just going to keep sounding the horn of Gundor without doing any kind of like, well, what's the solution? So that's kind of what I've kind of more tried to, tried to shift my yeah, energy well, I into. Think, I think that's a great way to live your life. I, you know, I was talking about this with Jeff and we basically were like, um, I, you know, it's like, what, what was my thought? I just lost it right in my head. It just said, bye-bye, you know? But it's like, oh, I, you know, I have friends of mine that don't believe in any conspiracies and I believe in all the conspiracies, but I don't believe anything on the news. I'm like, sometimes I think we're just standing right next to each other. <laughs> right. And I'm just and I'm like, why do I know why? Why is it important to know about the conspiracies so you don't fall for the psyops and also know how powerful you are? Like, I, like, I don't know, man, you might be a little bit more black pill than me. I, I, I didn't know where you were going with yeah, that. Yeah, that, was a, that was a pause there. Yeah, you might be a little more black pilled than me, but I, I, I just think there's hope, dude. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe I, I, I feel like you know the Iran stuff. They try to ramp us up the war with Iran, and maybe they may still do that. But there does not seem to be any appetite for it to go in. To, to 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 try to like go to war with Iran. I think people are over war. Now, yes, it took twenty years of constant war and being lied to, yeah. but maybe that's where we get to. And maybe the vaccine is like something that got so bad that people are like, Oh, you lied to us about that and that maybe people are just kinda over it. In the in the vein of the black pill, I mean I am. I'm like my default mode, like you said, I don't believe anything I fucking read. And you know, humans are doing what humans do man and it's and fuck shit up but at the end of the day i bro every day i wake up so thankful man and i tell you hey how was your day every day above ground's a good day and i absolutely mean that yeah in this realm there's some fucked up shit going on and it is dark but we're spiritual beings having a human experience and the human experience can get a little dark but at the end of the day dude we are beings of light so we got to stay in that, that light that is my whole opinion on just this realm it's just like i have personal problems with like people in my life right now and i just kind of look at it like 
this is just part of the turbulence of this reality that we're 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 visiting and we're we're living in and it's just never going to be all sunshine and blue skies yeah. and the question is how how do i fix that and and if i can't fix it how do i surrender to it Yes, and that's a discipline, bro. That is a huge discipline, especially oh, I'm all as about you know, that. Dude. Well, I mean, it's like I, my thing is, and it sounds corny, but it's like it's part of my discipline of not allowing external circumstances to fuck with my spiritual internal equanimity because that's really not all you have, but you know, that's who you really are. So, like you said, your relationship with whomever, like I told my ex girlfriend, like Jeff, you're whatever. I have neither the time nor inclination to correct your errant perception of me. Your opinion of me is none of my fucking business. Not that I don't care about you, but I'm not, I have no time to correct Bro, that. that is the most black belt level you can get to. It's a discipline. To not, Again. to not care what someone thinks about you. Not, not to it's care, not, but just to have this understanding that it's really none of your business. And it doesn't define you. Yes. You know what I mean? Let again, let the let the drama kind of wash over you as opposed to internalizing it. Like, oh, maybe I am a piece of shit or whatever she said. I mean, if if there's things about you, you need to adjust and correct yourself. Do that, but don't, again, don't let somebody else take you off your square. Yeah, yeah, I I agree on that. I I just like let it go. Like you know, comedy is such a bitch. It's a real brutal business, and you're constantly being told, you know. They, they, and someone doesn't like you, you're not good. I mean, insta uh, Twitter is just a giant heckle farm. You know, it's just like, and I used to treat it like hecklers where I just try to annihilate them. And then it, I realized that that's what they want. Right. Yes. And then you get into, are these real people? They want to be a part of the show. Like, like in no, a comedy set, they, they want to be a part of the show. real people? Right. They're probably not. Bots. Yeah. Like, I, I, just, um, I just did Dave Landau's fucking show. And he was telling me that there's just a group of people that just have a hard on for him and they just buy bots to comment on his <coughs> on his on his shows, on his videos. And you know it's them because they're all saying the exact same thing over and over. Yeah, that, again. That's a, yeah, I'll let you know. And right there. That's just the way it is, man. And you just can't get upset with them. And then you shouldn't even block them either, because that when they are a real person, that they get off on that, like they think they've achieved something. No, absolutely. Now they're miserable fucks. Yes, they're and like that's the gratification. Miserable. That's the gratification. Yes, I get it. You're fucking miserable. That's why I mean, Rogan says it a lot. Like I don't ever respond to a fucking comment. And when I would, when me and Pat would, I would see him go on Facebook back and forth for fucking pages. I'm like, bro. Why? Yes. Why I do you agree. have? Why for multiple reasons? But how do you have the energy? To like, no, no. Let me tell you how wrong you are. It's like, dude, oh, yeah. I'm whatever the the meme I have on my. If you tell me four plus four is sixteen, fuck yeah, dude. Rock that shit out. Get it how you live it. You're crushing it. You know what I mean? Yes. So, but what, at what point do you go? But then there's a line like you know, for me, like I got called alt right the other day, and yeah. I would tell you I'm an old school liberal. I, well, I would consider. Uh, uh, common sense liberal which is live and let live but leave me the fuck alone yes yes don't touch my guns and don't touch my money and, and don't touch me and don't touch my kids yeah you know well you can touch me if you want <laughs> well you know depends how much you paid but yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but you know everybody else like leave me the fuck alone and now for some reason that seems to be like an alt-right uh view of the world every i mean this is kind of the human condition everybody wants to categorize and define that you are this and especially nowadays if you are this like the alt-right then you are the other for you know your left or whatever i, I think it all breaks down to the dr seuss book the sneeches we're all sneeches but one well, has a I star one all the time and look at what the fuck they did in the book 
like one this side get the stars off this side get the stars on and the guy's name was I, i'm probably gonna massacre it professor mcmonkey mcbean comes up with a star off machine and they all blow all their fucking dough to get the star on and star off and the, the last line of that fucking book was when every last cent of their money was spent the fix it up chappy packed up and he went and he laughed as he drove down the beach you can never teach a sneech <laughs> I listened to that. I read that book so many fucking times, bro. But it, it's so fire, it's so applicable. Dude. So applicable. Fire. Yeah. So applicable. It, I've always said that's it, dude. And it's just like everyone trying to be something else, and then those people trying to, and everyone's you know. It's just, well, in, well. At the end of the day, we are all literally the same. But that's the absurdity of that book. The thing that makes you treat this other sneech different is because they have a fucking star on their stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, just because I believe in X Y Z, I'm less of a whatever. It's Sneeches, man. Check that shit out. No, but it's like this giant movement right now in our culture to amplify mental illness. And that's all part of the demoralization campaign. And they're, 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 listen, the end of this is martial law. That's what they want. You talk about that a lot, and you say that a lot, and you are so spot on when you talk about demoralization, which is the first plank on Yuri Bezmenov's ideological subversion. And that's why when I see all... I, I, I use the term, they're making it, they're trying to demoralize us so to the point where we don't know whether to scratch our watch or wind our ass, if that makes sense. Yeah. We're just in this state of like, what the fuck? But that's what they want. That's what they want to keep us completely like. Scratch our watch and wind Or wind your ass. ass, without a doubt. Without Literally, a doubt. dude, there's just some, that, that wind your ass will eventually form, show up on the LBDGQ plus <laughs> thing. <laughs> and that'll be a WA at the end. Wind your ass. We're in trouble. Yeah. We're in, we're in trouble. Yeah. I mean, uh, and it just gets down to, uh, are you getting, uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. That was my point about the demoralization. All the things we continue to see, we continue to see. It makes us feel like we don't know whether to watch or scratch or watch or wind our ass. Cause it just, they've inverted reality so fucking completely. Yes. I, I remember, I'm just thinking right now, the summer of love when shit was being burned down and cop shops are being burned down. It's like, what? If I go do anything like this, my local 7-Eleven or in and out the fucking frogmen are swarming and I'm going to jail. But these guys were allowed to trick off for an entire summer. That just lets you know that that's, it was by design. Yeah, I'm And, with and you. again, I think the pendulum was allowed to swing so far to the left. So if, for whatever reason, a Trump comes back in or another kind of figure like that, it'll swing harder to the right where we're going to be seeing some serious clapback. Is, is there uh, uh, any belief that uh, possibly that that all this Trump stuff is to get everybody behind Trump? It is. It is. And like I was talking to my boy last night, in professional wrestling terms, <clears throat> when they beat up the bad or beat up the good guy, they're, they're, they call it they're shining him. They're sh putting a shine on the guy mm -hmm. so he can do a comeback. So Trump right now, they've been shining Trump, beating the shit out of him. So he's about to mount a comeback. But like what the, what the chicken shit heel always does is he drops down and hits him in the nuts to cut off his comeback. That's what I think they're going to do to Trump. And as, as it's been speculated by many people, June or July, slow-mo Joe is going to go and they're going to bring in, they're going to give the delegates to Michelle. And I'm telling you, bro, they're going to walk back in the fucking White House because I'm telling you what. This will be Biden or Obama had two administrations, Biden had one, and then we'll show. So it'll be the fourth Obama administration because they've been running the shit the whole fucking time. When I was in college, I met a guy by the name of Bill Ayers. He was the head of the Weather Underground, and he's where Obama got his start. And so I was thinking to myself the other day, driving to work, I'm like, did these fuckers win? 
the whether underground and the freaking left, the hardcore left or the communists, whatever, they're they won. They're winning. He's been. I, I, I honestly think Obama's been running uh, uh, Biden this whole time. The guy still lives in D.C. and they're about to say, "Look at the the PR on Michelle." Yeah, she's been on a radio show. It's like out of the blue, she's on a radio show. She's on the cover of Time or Life Mag Life magazine the other day. She's she's quoted as saying, "If if Donald wins, it's the worst for everything." Blah blah blah. blah. So I'm just reading the tea leaves. Because I'm telling you, bro, they would would they not walk in? Would they not win hands down? Well, I mean, they've made. I mean, it, 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 we've become an emotional monkey crowd. We're like so emotional. We're just a bunch. Uh, United States is full of just emotional monkeys. That's all we are. We're, that's all we are. We're just full of. We just think emotionally. Now. We do. We do. And I think that the bloom has come off the rose with Obama. I don't think he can just walk back in with fucking oh, Jay Z I, I and Beyonce. Is, no, I think I think he is he. He has been really well, and and the, like again, and the bloom has come off the rose as far as the relationship with the black community and the liberals too. Yeah, you got. I'm just part of my language. Like anybody can say, I don't really. Give Andrew a fuck. Schultz asked me, "Why do you think they're outing Obama's gay? Why do you think they did that? And who do you think did that?" God, that was old. I mean, that was no, but like over the summer. I don't know because he the story about him going down on that guy smoking crack with him, Larry Sinclair. <laughs> that's the funniest story you'll ever hear. In yeah, your but life. that's the been around story. for that's been around that's for the best story. That's ever. been around for a long, long time. So I mean, I, I don't. The dude just cold called a senator for for coke. Like it's the greatest story you'll ever. If you ever did drugs and Tucker having him on was also another sign. Ah, I mean, like Tucker's a Tucker's an interesting, but but like, does that get into moralization? Like when you have a guy that was so important to the black community, and now he comes out that he's gay, which I think in the and I correct me if I'm wrong, but in the black community that's still big deal. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think anybody really cares about that. So I mean, granted, if it was you know the pres former president Obama, I mean the way Cat Williams like was just outing his own cousin for taking in the butt. Who's his who's his cousin? Uh, ludicrous. Oh, I didn't know they were related. Have you ever looked at them? They have the almost the exact same. Are you just making up that they're they're no, related? Dude. No, no, no. Are you doing they, the whole like, all black they, people all look alike? No, 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 no. <laughs> they they are related. Are they? Like I think they're like distant cousins. Well, and I, you know, that's interesting you bring up the Cat Williams cuz I, I don't I, think I all that, black people look alike. Though. I know, we don't. But I do think some black people look alike. Without a doubt. Yeah. Some I mean, white people know, look alike. Too. We had a we had a guy our cousins, yeah. Yeah. They are cousins? Yeah. Ludicrous, you said, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, it's crazy to me that you would do that to your family member. That's interesting. I did, they are really related, Johnny? It says, it, uh, I mean, according to this uh, rather dubious looking website, it says that they oh. share family ties uh, and are actually cousins. Yeah. I mean, I knew that years ago. Years and years and years ago. I didn't know that. I met them at a comedy club. They were sitting together, and Cat Williams was like, I'm going to make you famous. I was like, yes. And I never followed up. I think that scorched earth campaign he went on was pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. I think it was very interesting, and I think it was a great PR act to sell a bunch of tickets. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think anybody's career has been irreparably harmed from it? Especially like the the Hearts, the Harveys, the top shelf people. He was talking about Ludacris's. I mean, uh, I, I, I don't think we'll see if Ludacris loses any yeah. gigs. I, I don't think he'll lose a gig. I see Kevin Hart just came out. I mean, he was still doing commercials, packing them in. Kevin Hart is crushing. I don't. I. I don't under. Listen, we know about controlled opposition. Okay. Yeah. We know. We're like when I look at like everyone fawning over Tucker Carlson, I'm like, you know what he did to Gary Webb was absolutely disgusting. Okay. 
Like, and, and, and granted, we all grow and we become different people, but those are one of those things that aren't really that forgivable, you know? And so it's like, you got to understand something. It's like really hard. When the guy was on network television forever, or at least cable television forever, right. and then he leaves for like two weeks and suddenly he's the biggest thing on the internet. I will exactly. say he was the one guy that would give Ron Paul the time of day back when, you know, in 2008 and 2012. But so I've always respected said, him Johnny, for that. He thought he was going to go in the CIA. His family CIA. Yeah, yeah. He grew up around CIA. You know? I mean, I, I agree with you that we have to leave some room for people to change, but uh, he has this questionable background, right, as as you could have well, uh, and, and these, and work these, in the media. This new supposed vanguard of truth, just enter the name of these people who were supposedly now like, oh, no, these are the standard yeah. bears for the truth now. And I, I, whatever. Yeah. We all have our suspicions of who these people are. But again, be very careful and be wary of who we give our you give your alliances to, because. We've said it many times throughout our iteration. We are a society of mass Stockholm syndrome. We love being lied to and being asked to lie, to be asked to be lied to again. So our, our discernment and our threat assessment is really suspect sometimes because it's like, again, whatever. I, we all know the names that we all talk about of controlled opposition of like, why are we following this person now or yeah. these people now when they've kind of like i said you guys just said specifically for tucker we know who this guy's been who has who he's been and where he's been the last many many years now all of a sudden he's hopping on x and he's the paragon of right, virtue and truth right, right pump the fucking brakes man all right guys real quick i want to tell you about our friends at next evo naturals that's right cbd products Okay, we're talking the best of the best. New Year's Eve is a perfect time to move on from things that just aren't working in your life. With, with Next Evo Natural CBD products, oil-based CBD can be one of them. Get rid of it, okay? Oil-based CBD does not mix well with water-based bodies, so you absorb as low as 6% of the CBD on label. Come on now! Woo! Next Evo Naturals developed a clinically tested water-soluble form of CBD, and the gummies and the capsules are proven to work faster and absorb four times better than oil-based products. Come on, man. Go to nextevo.com, use the code TINFOILHAT for 25% off. That's a lot off. That's a fourth off. That's a lot. Mucho, mucho off. But no, for real, I love the CBD gummies, but I'm not going to lie. I do love the powdered. The powder dissolvable powder, that's where it's at. I just put it in my water to go. I have, oh, where is it? Right here. Bang, water, finished it. <laughs> what more do you want in my life? Next, Evo. Want? Let's go. That's why I sleep sometimes on the show. It's that's sleepy. <laughs> CBD sleeps. <laughs> that's the, that is it, bro. And let me tell you something, man. Okay, they got all sorts of great ones. They got extra strength, daily wellness, CBD gummies. They got their like the the best seller, man. The one their all time best seller, stress and sleep CBD complex products. Come on now, dog. Come on, you try all these different new ways of using it. Not just gummies, capsules, dissolvable powders, like like creams, CEO, creams, bro. They got creams, man. So it's good to go. Listen, they're proven to absorb four times. Four times better than most oil-based products, and they work fast with absorption starting in just 10 minutes. That's why I like, okay, that's why. And their label containers are 100% guaranteed, and and so you know what you see is what you get. Here's what we need you to do here. Leave oil-based behind and start the new year with an effective, fast-acting CBD. Next, 
Evo Naturals. Get 25% off by using the code TINFOILHAT at nextevo.com. That's 25% off nextevo.com, promo code TINFOIL. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com, promo code TINFOIL. Enjoy it. So you brought up that uh, everyone's saying that uh, Big Mike's going to run. Did anyone forget about Kamala Harris? So she, she, she's, she's a rat, bro. They don't give so, a fuck about her. Dumb. They didn't give a fuck about her. Dude, she didn't even get 2% when she first ran in the primaries in 2020. The, she's oh, a demoralization. Dude, listen. The, the, we all know why she was there. In, why? Because everyone... Because she's a female and she's a female of color. And that that's the summer no, that everybody no, no, tricked no, 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 on. No, 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 how, how do you just it. ignore her? How do we it's act not like... just that, but I mean... You, that, uh, the reason you ignore her is because she's polling at, like sub-zero numbers, She's doo-doo, man. She's... And she was brought in to be doo doo. Yeah. Like, dude, the whole thing about getting Biden in is was that you had a, a guy by all counts was extremely popular. He was also polarizing, but he was very popular with a bunch of people. He got more votes in his second term, second election than he got in his first election. You talking about Trump? Yeah. Okay. He got more votes the second time around. But the guy that he, he that beat him is a guy that was when he first came in was polling at seventh. When have you ever seen somebody poll at seventh, right? And then yeah. suddenly go and then get the person who was polling the worst as their vice president, and to get the most yeah. votes in the history of, history of time. Johnny over Johnny. The only the only other time we'd seen that is when JFK got yeah. he got those numbers. JFK got those numbers. Well, and, and, again, and we know that JFK got. Got a giant help from his dad from the uh, the mob, Sam Giancana in Chicago, yeah, in, yeah. in, in Illinois, and, yeah, you know, hundred thousand votes, one yeah. of the closest margins of victory in, in yeah. election history. I mean, like unheard of numbers in that election, and it's it's just absolutely ridiculous. Well, and again, part of the demoralization and the inversion of reality. We we you, I'm not. This isn't a referendum on Obama, but Joe Biden. You speak poison with two fucking tongues. You were more popular than Obama. Yeah. Obama's sitting here fist bumping with Beyonce and Jay Z, kicking it like living that life. You can't even fill a fucking garage. You expect people to believe that that's you- what's the Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders thing. He's playing the Rose Bowl. She can't even do a cafeteria. But again, this is what they sold to us. Right. And you know, again, not a, anyway. I hate to keep disclaiming, but that that movie Dinesh D'Souza did the the two thousand mules. Like they didn't do it was fuck tip the cap. It was genius. They didn't do like thirty thousand, fifteen thousand ballots in one box. They had a whole team across these different states doing like fifteen here, ten there, twenty there in aggregate. But it added up to make a huge difference. Yeah, one hundred. Yeah, I mean, and, like, dude, it's just and it's on uh, tape. Like we this saw goes it. down to your cultural Marxism. Yes, not to get you not to believe your eyes, your ears, or the wisdoms of your experiences. That's it. That's it. Well, and then the, and then that ridiculous gaslighting going on, saying, "Yeah, don't believe, <laughs> don't believe your eyes and ears what you're saying." You're, you know, you're, uh, no, you're right. The first time was uh, the Bernie Sanders. When Hillary won, I was like, wait up, what? That makes no sense. Yeah. Like, I saw stadiums of this motherfucker. Know, I saw Bernie stickers all over, and you're yeah. going to tell me that bitch won? Yeah, yeah. And it's if you study, like, um, you know, uh, they got rid of exit polls after after Hillary because they they weren't lining up. Well, and they, they again, they blatantly got pinched with no accountability. Years ago, I interviewed Jared Beck. <clears throat> he represented the plaintiffs in Florida for the DNC because they literally stole the nomination from Bernie. They said, and that was the determination, like, we can decide whoever we want in these back smoke-filled rooms of who we want. I don't care if Bernie is packing football stadiums and Hillary can't even fill an In-N-Out burger. 
we're going to call it who we want. And so anyway, he represented these plaintiffs that wound up suing the DMC, DNC. I forget what happened with the case. It might even got dismissed for lack of standing or something. But it was just blatant in front of us how they stole that nomination from Bernie. And I'm not, I'm not a Bernie guy. I'm just saying the, the, the blatant criminality was there for all of us to see. Yeah. I mean, 100%. Again, with no accountability. Debbie Washington Salt Country. This is where this happened down there in oh, Florida. Oh, yeah, Broward County, dog. And the people who worked for Jared Beck, like two or three of them died. Mysteriously. Forget, well, one of them who served papers on the DNC, he wound up dying. And this is around the oh, same yeah, Seth yeah, Rich yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. It's all, I mean, it's it's super crazy, bro. It's uh, super crazy. Who, who, I forget who it was that wrote this, but somebody put that, um, you know, so this new, th like, docu-series is coming out, I don't even know, about January 6th. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And... And people are flipping out because they, they openly talk about how they had to bring in this ABC network exec. To tell the story, quote tell, unquote, to tell the story. You, so you saw that, Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. And everyone's losing their mind. And somebody, I forget who it was, he does a conspiracy podcast. I wish I remember his name. But he was just like, they do that to let you know how corrupt they actually are. And again, I say it often, this shows how much contempt they have for us. They will do this right in front of you. Yeah, it's indicative of how much they despise you and despise us. What? And again, we're the carbon, not to get all deep into the climate change, all that other bullshit. We're the carbon they're trying to get rid of. The eugenics, the eugenicists run this bitch and they don't like us. And they find many ways to take us out, whether it's war, whether it's disease, whether it's poisoning <coughs> our food, whether it's the pharmaceutical company. Yeah, I agree with you, man. They like to stack bodies. They Every moment they have manipulated something. For sure. That's just the way it is. And they're just constantly trying to, to demoralize us, so we just give up. And, and, the, and again, a lot of people are. I mean, the, the, the blatant insanity that we're witnessing, it's like. But I just, I just think you let them win. If you're at no, home for right sure. now for sure. and you're, 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 you're broke, you're, you're out of shape, you feel like you have no hope, so much of that, so much of that, is you and your decisions and your actions. Without a doubt. And it's just like, I get it, man. Having kids is hard. Working at nine to five is hard. But it's like, what's the options here? And it's just like, you can do whatever you want to do. It's just you have to put your mind to it. And they don't want you to know that. I mean, everybody wants to reap the rewards without putting the work. Not everybody. Without putting the work into it. What it's, everyone wants to reap the rewards right, of right, whatever without right. actually putting in the work to make it happen, you know. And that's that's the big problem, without a doubt. And it's like you, you got to go through it to get to it. You can't expect to be. And I think a lot of this American Idol stuff, even this OnlyFans shit, is to give the illusion that shit should come really easy, quick, and you don't have to work on it. You're absolutely right. We were just talking about OnlyFans last night, but no, I mean it's this this social media culture breeds this like. I'm an influencer. I'm an over, you know what, you know what I mean? Every, I'm not knocking the world of podcasts. I love it. There's shit tons of movies out there. Everyone should keep making movies. Yes, there's a shit ton of podcasts out there. And people should keep making podcasts. But I mean, you get to a line of a certain level of like oversaturation and then not even, whatever. It's not even about oversaturation, but people are like, why am I not putting up Joe Rogan numbers? Why am I not getting a but 250? But the best part about that 
which I love people that make podcasts, is they're not going to stick to it. And that person that they introduce to it now has to go someone to listen to. And someone's sure. got 12 of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can pick which other 12 they want to listen to. And that person just dropped off. Because well, not everybody knows about podcasts, though. There's no, it's not no. like TV yet. It's no. not, there's still a lot of people Sam's got to capture. My mom still is like, how do I listen yeah, exactly. to exactly. I'm like, mom, we've been through this like too many <laughs> times over 10 years. My mom goes, I heard about your friend's big deal. I go, what? He He's doing a big deal. I go, are you talking about Joe Rogan and Spotify? <laughs> she goes, yeah, congratulations to him. I go, that's how you know you're big, is when my mother yeah, said yeah. about you. <laughs> you know? He is Joe Rogan. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, again, the, the cream will rise to the top. And, you know, this is a free market like anything else. Not everybody's, not all the podcasts are going to be great. Not all movies are going to be great. Sitcoms are going to be great. But, I mean, again, like you said, keep making them because you're going to find even those people may not stick around. They'll go away and you'll open up, you know, eyes and ears to some other listeners. So Yeah, but and also, dude, it's like also there's something about trying something and realizing it's not for you and closing that door. And then instead of being that person like, oh, if I had only done that and then it just wears on them forever. Like, I, I do. Listen, failure is the admission to success. Yes. It really is. You have to fail a lot. And those who don't fail or what you perceive as them going right to the top, they tend, not all the time, but they tend to um, skip steps. And it doesn't work out all the way. Now, one person that did work out with was Liza Schlesinger. She won uh, last Kong stand. She shot right to the top. Now she's having her second kid. Like Liza Schlesinger won in life. It happens. And and I'm happy for her. I got really jealous of her back in the day because, you know, I was, teach, <laughs> I was teaching her how to do comedy. And then suddenly now she's like a theater comic. And that that's a lot of stuff. I got a little butt hurt. You're, you're the Obi-Wan, though, man. You train the Jedi. You put Tom Segura on. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. who, not many yeah. people could say that. Yeah. But no, going back to what you just said, again, that's a discipline, a philosophy that you have to discipline yourself to maintain. There are no failures. There are no mistakes, just opportunities to learn. And those failures and mistakes will test your commitment to whatever it is you want to do. Like you said, I was an actor. I've been in SAG since 2009. I had a way way different perception of why I wanted to get into acting when I first started. But now it's like, no, that's not my world. That's I, not dude, what I, you couldn't, I get offered acting gigs all the time. I'm like, I'm not doing it. And it, it reminds me, Eddie, Eddie Bravo, when he was on Theo Vaughn, he was talking about how he came out to LA. He's like, man, I'm going to, all I need is one hit single and I'm going to be huge. I'm going to be rich. And he kind of fell and got disillusioned by this, this notion of Hollywood and one hit song and millions of dollars. And it just is something that he just wasn't into after a while. And it happens. Like you said, so you do, you grow and you grow in and out of things. And so, sometimes you find like me with acting, like, yeah, that my reason for doing this was so much more like cl literally like clout chasing and ego than it was my love for the craft. And once I started hanging out with actors and knowing actors, like, you know what you guys put in fucking work to do this and yeah. your performances show it. I'm doing this kind of, you know, for the gram or whatever the hell. And I, that was not, what my motivation needed to be, especially for something like that. Like my boy over here who's sitting over here, he's like, dude, eventually you're going to get tested. You can kind of shuck and jive a little bit, but eventually you're going to get tested. And those tests came and I just, I wasn't ready for it. And I had too much respect for the craft and the people who do it for real, for real, that go in and try to just phone it in like that for the wrong reasons. Well, what happens is something becomes, uh, you know, starts out as like uh, this, uh, an artistic, artist, artistic movement or even some outlaw shit. And what happens is it gets so popular that the rich kids come in and start to and just overtake it. And that's kind of what we've seen in comedy right now. That's what we're seeing in acting. I don't know why. Maybe I was just naive. But when I was growing up, like, 
the actors that I used to love, the Burt Reynolds, the Clint Eastwoods, they were they were characters. They were like there was something about them. You're like, oh my god, I love this. And now like that, maybe because I've seen it all a thousand times, it's just not like, and it just seems like rich kids playing, you know, make believe. What do you mean by that? You mean that they were kind of this? They brought the same thing to every role. Is that what you're saying? Or you mean they were characters outside of outside? Yeah, of they they were larger than life. You don't they think were, like DiCaprio has some of that? Yeah, but I, I consider DiCaprio the old guard. He's okay. Even yeah. though he's young, he's just been saying. around forever. Yeah, who would you? I'm trying to think of somebody who you'd say. I maybe, don't know the guy who the new guy that plays like Spider Man. Just I don't know, what's man. The guy who plays Ken and uh, Barbie. He's kind of got a little of that, right? He's older too, though. Is uh, that Gosling? Guy? Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 why do I know that? Why do I know that? No, no, he's a good actor. He's, I just he's don't legit. know why everyone thinks he's so incredibly good looking. And this gets into oh, dude, my girlfriend. About yeah, I I don't get it. I mean, like. You want to see, good looking is watching the guy in the Reacher. I mean, I don't care who you are. You'd be the straightest guy in the world. You watch the Reacher, like, oh, dude, look at that guy's body. I wish I had. That. I'm what not about hip. I'm what, not what, hip. what about the Rock? You haven't seen the Reacher? I haven't. Oh, dude, it's just this the Re Reacher? blonde Viking guy. His name's Reacher, right? Yeah, it's called Reacher. It's called yeah, Reacher. Reacher. And uh, it's, it's like a, a series, and it was like twelve season already. It's, like Jack it's on Reacher, second right? one. Oh, okay. And it's just <clears throat> well, it's the opposite. I guess Tom Cruise played the character. I guess Jack Reacher. It was a great movie with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. That's guy, what I was going to ask. Is it related to be that? The, uh, the exact opposite of him. Okay. And he's just blonde Viking and shredded, and you're like, damn, bro. <laughs> like Brock Lesnar looking. Like, yeah, like, like but just yeah. more yoked, more yoked. I mean, I can admit if a dude's attractive. That doesn't mean I'm, yeah. you know, trying to. Here's, no, that's here's uh, the guy Sam. Uh, yeah, that guy right there, Alan Richards. Has like, the, he's got the that. He's got that block jaw, dude. dude at, yeah, dude. Look at that. Look at that, dude. He's just a juggernaut. He's a pussy. I'll whoop his ass. No, nah, dude. <laughs> uh, what about Jason Momoa? You can whoop his ass too. He's from Iowa, dude. He's from right around right right my hometown, dude. Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa, the the big uh, yeah, you yeah. Aquaman. Really? Aquaman. Aquaman is huge. We got heat, dude, because he was married to my my ex wife, Lisa Bonet, and he married her after we. It was a long story, but yeah. What? 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 I'm fucking joking, dude. Lisa Bo <laughs> We're like, there's no way you're dead. See, maybe I should go into the acting. Stay into the acting, right? Lisa Bonet was my girl back in the day. She was mine, my God. too. Dude, that Rolling Stone cover. Oh, my God. Her daughter oh. looks just like her, too. Oh, yeah, right? just so hot. And then her daughter tried to get on that racist and stuff. She's like, you Lenny know. Kravitz must in, have no I, jeans. I went, I went into... Uh, no, it's just God knows who the good genes are. Yeah, yeah. I saw him. I saw a picture of him on the red carpet. I'm like, bro, you, did you get the memo? You can start aging any fucking day now, yeah. bro. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, he does. Jesus. Look really young. But what? Like aging is interesting, dude. And like it gets into like um, something a buddy of mine was talking about. It's like how there's all this snuff on on Twitter now, and I think that stuff affects you because you always yeah. see these women. You say snuff like snuff film. Like buddy, people buddy was me. Buddy. They let you do that on on Twitter. I thought they. Oh, dude! Every oh, it's, day it's vile. It's, it's like it's people accessible. just die horribly on, on Twitter. I'm, I don't mean to book your show, and I'm sorry to digress with this. When you guys do fun with stupid, please do that chick. And she's like, "You're a musician. I'm not. What's a magician? Yeah, yeah. What? Are yeah, you I don't think those are real. I think those are all. I, no, think, I, I think yeah, it's real. I that think, chick is. She's that I, fucking I think, stupid. No, I Guaranteed. think she scripts that shit. Nope. I think she's doing Galifianakis. That's just. It's just that Galifianakis all over. I, I I don't know if she's that smart. No, no, she's not. Writing. Are you talking about the host? Writing. The yeah, host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The she's, host is def. It's definitely meant to be awkward. Because the show is literally like white kind. chick with fat cans interviewing yeah. black people. That's, I didn't see her. I didn't see her. Talk. Oh, she's oh, got. I'll, I'll pull her up. They're right now. huge, and she just out of nowhere like 
when someone just gets the best guess out of nowhere, like you're like, why do you have the biggest guess? Yeah, yeah who was yeah. her first guess? Was it Drake or something? Uh, yeah, that's like Funny of- Marco. Funny Marco books like heat, and I'm like, I don't really know him and know if he's funny or not, but it's like. How are Wait, you doing this? His name is Funny Marco, and it, you're the, not sure if he's funny. That's a problem for yeah. me. <laughs> That'd be really rough. Yeah. You're like, dude, you're Unfunny not Marco. Funny. Yeah, but supposedly she got in trouble because they said she was married. She this is her? Up with Drake, yeah. yeah so it's like this weird kind of like Where's her shit. tetas? Why are you saying that? She has big. She's really small. They're not like massive double Ds, but for her, for her I how see, small I she see. is. Oh, she's got some talent, dude. Yeah, yeah. and then she's married. That's supposed to be her husband, so she supposedly. Became, yeah, but word is like she hooked up with Drake. Drizzy back up in this bitch. You know, and but anyways, I don't Drake's know. Drake's having a good week. I have uh, a, I, yeah. It's just, <laughs> when isn't Drake having yeah, a good say, week? Yeah, I was going to say. He's having that out. exceptionally good yeah, week, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. He's, always, he's yeah. a rapper with a big dick. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like life is pretty good. <laughs> he's he won life's lottery. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're like, you're pretty good. But going back to that chick, it's like, you know, you brought. I think you brought it up in a tweet. Was about how you know it's like the the female rappers are pushing right now. Sexy fucking red, Trash. dude. We were. I mean, it's again. This is social engineering. They did the same thing 100. with the black kid or the the kids in the inner city with rap music. I'm glad you cleaned that up. Thank you. Well, I mean, I'm just saying it's <laughs> in the inner city because it more than just because it's more than just black folks listening to fucking hip hop in the inner city. But these folks with less are hearing this bullshit and this. You look back at the beginning of hip hop and and how it coincided with the expansion of the commercial prison industry, the crack laws, all that shit. Well, I mean, I'm sure the cemetery that. business exploded too, but yeah. this is all a part of it. So again, depopulation of the, of the community here. But now what they're doing is trying to they're trying to whore out our daughters, our young girls. Yeah, and again, in any community, but I'm just saying, in in the communities where you know pops isn't around and family isn't quite you know the homogenous unit that's supposed to be, these are the folks that are more at risk. And there's an Instagram video of this five year old girl at her birthday party. The parents were fucking taking the video. They should have, you know, their access to oxygen restricted. But it's a group of girls singing, "Hand on your knees" or whatever the sexy red song, and the parents are just fucking laughing and mm-hmm. think it's the funnest thing ever. Where these little girls are just doing these whatever. It's no, I'm with you. I saw it's, that. It's video. by design. It's by design, and this it, is all again part of some social fucked up social. One hundred percent, and it goes back to my whole idea that the uh, blacks and and Irish are so powerful, and there's just been this constant bombardment of propaganda to we to break them down. The Irish are the exact same thing. If you study like the Irish man, there's a real real argument that they're like lost city of Atlantis. Like they traveled to Ireland and that's where they are. And if you look at their culture and how they are um portrayed, it's like wild drunk soccer hooligans that beat up everybody and everybody a bunch of redhead rednecks. And then you look at black culture and what's being pushed on that. And even though I do think there's been a lot of really great gains in that department or maybe back to what it used to be. For sure. Uh, it's still, then you get this sexy red crap, which is what what the, what, it, what it is, dude, is you're, they're taking um, people that don't have a lot of hope and giving them the quickest way to not feel anything. Do you yeah. understand what I'm saying? Like yeah, The no, quickest absolutely. way out and... And what that is, and I've seen that in comedy a lot, too, where, like, people are trying to do this kind of, like, thing that the industry wants, and it's, like, a quick rise right to the middle. <laughs> and then you're just trapped. And it's very hard to get out of that. You hit the ceiling, yeah. Yeah. So 
So, I mean, you start telling, you know, it's like when you're a young girl coming up and you suddenly get attention from men, it's like it's a very powerful feeling. Without a doubt. And then you start to feel that, like, you know, that you got magic. And, and, and well, it, it, they wind up seeing and, and equating that to, like, this is how I determine my value. Yes. By external means, like yes. I was saying earlier. I mean, yes. but the, and, the, and it's always through not just external means, but like physically, you know, wearing skimpy shit. How big are my, how big do my tits look? And it's another thing. What, what, when did this turning around, Hey, arguing with somebody, they start the, the twerking. Like, when did that become like a fucking like a protest move or something? You know what I'm talking about? When you're seeing like out and about and these fucking like flash mobs and people are getting arrested and you fucking see girls jumping around twerking on the city bus or some shit i'm serious dude i just watched a video i was telling my boy about it i fucking damn near broke my heart this this lady is in a grocery store with her fucking baby it covered in a garbage bag and the child's freezing the mom's on the phone like girl what the fuck what the fuck and these two ogs come up yeah, like yo what are you doing what are you doing the chick gets in this old man face hey you need to watch your mouth talking to me and the, and the other lady she was in one of the little motor scooters she was a big girl and shit but she was like ma'am so like somebody call the police and this fucking mom turns around and she does the, does the twerk on him. I think, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? You can literally go to Compton and pull out your phone. If they see a flashlight, which means you're recording, they will start twerking. That's some, that's that's some weird yeah. Pavlovian shit right there, dude. You're right. No, they see camera and they think it's Rollstar. Oh, this might go on Rollstar. I want to be caught twerking. It's very weird for sure, dude. It's just very weird, dude. I, and that kind of goes back to what we were just saying, wanting to go viral or whatever for completely the wrong reasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't you, didn't you see me on the thing? A million views? Yeah, but you were completely clowning yourself like Krusty, and no one's ever going to take you serious again. Yeah, it's just, it's a weird And situation. it starts in childhood, right? Because I remember, when we've talked about this before, uh, I don't, it's been a decade or more now since this was, what, the stat, was, I first heard it, but when they asked kids what they wanted to be, you know, and the answer over the decades, I think, was like astronaut, you know, the normal stuff, doctor, et cetera. Uh, in the aughts, the answer was just famous. Not what they wanted to be famous for. And, you know, it's just you, famous. Well, th <laughs> th we saw that kind of start with Girls Gone Wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. that's where it kind of started. And you're like, why, why, why do you do that? They would ask girls this. Isn't that crazy? Like what Girls Gone Wild was versus yeah, like, yeah. What is now like OnlyFans? Essentially, it's the equivalent. Yeah. And what oh, were you so got? What's your thoughts on OnlyFans? It's. I mean, it's it's. During COVID, it was a nice way for Auntie and, and TT to get a bag, but you know what I mean? It's COVID's over, and that probably shouldn't. But if, the minute you get that <clears throat> bag, it makes it hard to get any other bag. Well, it's just talking about, like, some people get on there like, I made $4 today. I mean, they're they're really not making any money, but they're completely, if you could do it, like, without showing your face, that might be the move. Like, so just so you can't be identified, but you're still trying to make some money. I mean, everyone has a side hustle. I mean, multiple hustles anymore. The nine to five just isn't cutting it. So I can't knock people's hustle for trying to get, <laughs> trying to feed their family and, you know, keep their lights on. But, you know, again, I think it lends itself to more of what we're talking about. Women feel like they have to do that. And that's how they wind up being valued is, I mean, uh, what was her name? The baby bad, bad, bad cash, baby. Yeah, cash, yeah, me outside. cash me outside chick. The day she turned 18, she's like 30 million, like that yeah, day. But okay. Well, she, that was all, that was all, uh, pedophilia because you no, know she sure. didn't take that yeah, the day but, she turned yeah, 18 but, she took that when she was 17 and y'all paid for some pedo fucking pictures for sure. yeah, but say, also yeah. yeah also two things uh she's a lot smarter than everybody oh, super even rich. knows yeah like the, so do you ever see her do the video about uh how she met um uh what's david spade 
And she's like, I met him at the meeting. We sacrifice a go. And it's like, yeah. it's so obvious that she's bullshitting oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, but that's how smart she is. Like, she's like, oh, I'm going to fuck with people and make up some bullshit about that. Now, I'm not saying that there she hasn't gone to some kind of meeting with or something like that. Yeah. But, like... I met David Spade. We we were hanging out Kanye West. We sacrificed a go to Moloch. And it's just like, she's so obviously She's hip to off. the game. That's good, though. I mean, good for her. I mean, so she but, hopefully doesn't become a casualty of her, I mean, whatever, 18, 19 with $30 million. There's no, no but dude, real I playbook think she's on that. Made, that's at the start. I think she's made. She's oh, she's about, way more kicked up now, for sure. Yeah. Her, I mean, I again, for her not to be. super smart. It's the Cardi B thing. They say when you talk to Cardi B, she doesn't talk how she talks. She's Larry the Cable Guy. That's like, uh, God, why do I know this? Paris Hilton did that a couple years ago. She came out and was like talking like, like, whoa, where's my helium voice? I mean, it was like, it's like that was my act. I'm really just Paris. I'm cool or whatever. But that was kind of an act she was putting on. Yeah. It's not, I mean, it's not surprising. but No, the NWA was like that. I mean, uh, Ice Cube, it's so funny. Like, I, I said, uh, Ice Cube is the Larry the Cable Guy of gangster rap. And I got a lot of pushback from that. And then he's on Bill Maher and he's like, basically the, you know, the intelligence agencies were behind gangster rap. And I go, yeah. I mean, when the guy. He said that too. I saw you tweeted something about yeah, that. I saw yeah. that the other day. I mean, it's like, he's trying to get it back, bro. You know, he's trying to get, he's trying to, he realizes what he was a part of, I think. And I think COVID woke him up to that. And he's trying to like, be like, I ain't playing this game no more, but I don't know if you're allowed to. You well, know? in hindsight, 2020, when he was in it, he didn't possibly foresee how, you know, possibly he was, you know, that genre, which had just really started, was being weaponized. I mean, the NWA was really the beginning. Right, right. So I like, mean, you- he, he, he says that. I mean, like, the best plants are the ones that don't even know they're plants. Bingo. Right? Bob and Lazar. Bob Lazar. He's one Bob of the ones Lazar, that I think he's, he's a plant that doesn't know. Um, but, you know... When he, you know, and I guess like we see a lot of uh, entertainers change their name, you know, but you know, when you go back and like, dude, like I, I was really teeing off on Dre the other day, but then like he has some of my favorite songs. <laughs> Dr. Dre. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Dre, but it's like, that's not him. He's not like. Dude. I mean, the streets aren't going to take you as serious if you're coming in the game with O'Shea Jackson. No, I get that. Uh, Andre Young. It doesn't quite have the no, same stank to it. That. But, fucking, but it's like if you listen to like. DMX. Um, no, I'm Earl Simmons. Recognize my game. What was the song that we were playing on? On uh, No, not the Watcher. Watcher's great, Watcher. but that's much later on in his career. But I don't. I forget what the one he's. What's uh, it about? It's, it's, it's like about, you know, um, creeping down a back street on D's. Oh, yeah. That's creeping uh, and crawling? No. Ain't nothing but a G thing? Maybe. Uh, no, no, no. Creepin'. It could be just be creeping. No, I forget what. Creeping down a back street. I, I can find I it, know. but it's not important. But you listen to it. It's like, it literally, if you ask an AI to draw, to write a gangster rap song, if a white kid let from me Iowa, let there me write. Yeah. If, you, if you ask a white kid from Iowa to write a gangster song, like that, that I'm going to, I got my hollow tips, <laughs> you know? My boys will show up like the God it, boy. And like, it's so like, it's so stereotypical they were kids though they were i mean you got to remember that these were just kids yeah i know but when two of these guys weren't gangster raps they went to private schools i'm sorry o'shea did yeah yeah i mean he had that life. he had a normal life yeah yeah i mean like that's it it's just and you're right they're kids but they did a lot of damage dude they did they absolutely did i mean it's and i don't know how you put the bottle 
genie back in the bottle because yeah. people just don't understand. Like, you know, it's like what I remember watching all these like uh, scared straight videos and these kids all like, yeah, I'm just going to go to prison. I'm like, oh, that's so uh. like defeated. It sucks. Dude, I when I lived in Chicago, man, I taught an after school program in the Cabrini Green projects, which if you know about Cabrini, Cabrini Green, it's absolutely no joke. I mean, the cool thing about that thing, for a couple hours, we gave these kids somewhere to go. And granted, a lot of them became casualties. But at the end of the day, talking to those guys, they had that very, very fatalistic, like, why? I, you know, They just had this notion of, like, I'm going to wind up, if I make it to 13, I'm I'm killing it. Why, though? I mean, I mean it almost I mean, becomes co- manifestation. It is. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. But when you're living in an environment that's just straight killing field no, all I day, every it. day. I yeah. get it. It's 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 really it's super super heartbreaking too because like some of those kids man they were scoring higher than the kids on like the the magnet schools and shit like that so it was just more of a it was resources like you know obviously they lived in shitty areas and went to shitty schools but we had to shut that place down because we just didn't have the money to you know keep it open or again the culture and still a lot of them still became casualties but yeah there's that very fatalistic thought process of why why bother yeah it just gets me sad yeah it's heartbreaking man it's heartbreaking and and i think that we see that in a, just so many different facets of culture just giving this kind of like the either giving the wrong uh information or the wrong uh what's the word i'm looking for they, they just we're just instilling them with basically no hope it seems well and again not to go deep dude donna but the whole like all that, that's all that, what we're here for yeah Let's yeah go. yeah. but the whole like blm and like telling black folks you are you are born cursed you are born a victim which then perpetuates this this continuation of this victim mentality of like you're you're you should remain hopeless because there's just so much shit going to keep you down. And that's why, you know, of course there's racism. For every race, there's going to be people who hate on you for your race. But there, especially for the black community, there was way too many come-up stories, man. I read an article however long ago, I think it was 2017, the, the net purchasing power in the black community was like over like $2 trillion. So that builds a lot of schools, supermarkets, banks, etc. So it's not necessarily the finances that are there. It's how you are spending your finances. And, yeah, I mean, it's just, there's a lot of problems, dude. A lot of fucking problems. yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of crazy, man. But again, going back to what I was saying about creating this notion of like, you tell somebody you're born a victim, they're going to create that self-fulfilling prophecy in a lot of ways. And that's why I really fuck with uh, Thomas Sowell, who's, you know, really pushes back on a lot of that shit. But again, I think there's a lot of, um, again, social engineering in certain communities for people to think, like you said, it's just hopeless. Why fucking try? Yeah, it makes me sad. And, you know... They've been doing a lot of, uh, I, I've watched these videos where like they they go up to homeless people and they ask them what their biggest regret is. And like uh, the ones I've seen, the guys always says, I didn't take care of my kids. Yeah. That would be- and, and I see that a lot. And I think that the breaking up of the nuclear family has been like devastating. That's and it's, it's across all, Latinos seem to be the last of the. And Jews, very powerful, family oriented. Asians are like that. Basically the people doing well. Are are uh, family oriented, and the people what? not doing well are just like. You and know. again, weaponized. This was, you know, not to get into the right left, but the Great Society and Lyndon Baines Johnson. He helped kick that shit off. Yeah, mom, we'll give you money to keep pumping out babies, but pops can't be in the house. Yeah, that to me is like, how's that not the most demonic shit you've ever heard? And again, in your life? you look at the numbers before that with pop, post post uh, slavery. You know, your Black Wall Street, your you know the, the areas where black folks and families were thriving like a motherfucker, yeah. where the economics were like they've never been before. Yeah. And then you enter your late sixties, kind of get 
get into that uh, counterculture. And then in the 70s with the Great Society, et cetera, that's when the families start super imploding. And then, of course, with feminism, like, hey, I'm a woman. I'm whatever. I, I want to work in corporate America, too, which fine, do it. But it's at the at the at the expense of our families in the family unit. Your, your child being raised eight hours a day by a fucking complete, not a stranger, your teacher, your daycare person, while mom and dad are at work. And eventually that has long term effect on children. In my so opinion. how do we stop it? I mean, it's, it's you can't legislate people's values. Yeah. People have to want better for themselves. And I mean, I don't, I don't fuck if I had the answer, you know, I'd but be, even when you want better for yourself, it's kind of impossible. Like try to homeschool right now. Try to get your, tell, try to convince your wife to homeschool. Even if she wants to, it's pretty fucking impossible. Well, it depends on where you're in. The state of Missouri is one of the most lax states for homeschooling. They don't make you, it's, it's super, super lax. So it depends on where you're at, but no, it, it is difficult. It has sometimes. to be, no, but what I'm trying to say, even like, let's say you have two kids and you're like, all right, I'll homeschool. I still think it has to be a community where you have to meet other Family members are like, okay, well, I'll be the school teacher. I'll be the English teacher. Yes. You be the math teacher. I'll drop them off on Tuesdays. They, they learn this math This is what I was Tuesday. envisioning when COVID was going down. I was literally thinking like that. Breakaway civilizations of sorts where you got the old little house in the prairie schools where, you know, on Tuesdays or whatever, here's math. And here's someone to teach for Wednesday for social studies or whatever. But, I mean, it definitely has to be a community. And that's not, please don't misconstrue me saying community or communism or anything like that. The changes that we need to see happen need to start happening on a local level and our communities get to know our sheriffs, be on our school boards, our city councils, et cetera. That's ultimately where I think we have the best shot of change. But even now, you know, the federal money corrupt our local institutions just as much as, you know, they do federal institutions. So but I think it has to start on the local level. What do you see happening for the rest of 2024? Chaos. Chaos, bro. Lock Chaos. and load. Lock well, and I mean, load. It's, I mean, look at how it's already started out with aliens and freaking the Miami <laughs> shopping mall, which whatever that was. I mean, literally, we're a month and a half, two months in, and look at what the hell we've seen so far. I mean, the borders, I mean, all of it. Everything we've seen in just these two months and everything that's about to happen with this presidential election and the potential of all of that. And I think this thing today with the reneging on the money for whoa, Israel. Whoa, 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 whoa. The, the, that word's allowed. Are we, are we allowed to say that on this show? Go on. <laughs> the reneging of the $18 billion that was going to go to Israel, they're going to take exception to that. And things are going to be interesting. Not, not only are they going to be interesting, we're going to see more of a pro proliferation of this multipolar world order that moves away from American dominance. Like I said, you're going to start seeing your, your China, your Russia, your Iran, these BRIC nations start to line up and create their own little Eurasian NATO of sorts. So they've always liked doing this clash of civilization. And again, nation state versus nation state. But at the end, Vince McMahon's at top running it all. For this larger move that the great reset, the next 2030, the technocracy. Again, we have to burn it down before we can build it back better. That's it. I thought you had a segue. Vince McMahon was in the I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, again, that was a I was gonna ask, like, why are the you know, Puffy and all of his crazy shits coming out? Like, not just like he was just a shady asshole, all of his crazy sex stuff, and now Vince, he's fucking You think that you, you do it on girls? You really think Vince wrote that? Like he writes you? Right. Like what? the 
Have, have you read the what? what I have. I have not. I have not. He have literally not. types in like a like a fifteen year old. It's like you, like uh, the letter U. I'm like, I don't think a billionaire's a millionaire's writing like that. He's a, I don't he's know a billionaire. He's hey, a billionaire. Actually, I gotta say, I think you took the wrong part from the Vince McMahon story about you know you. <laughs> he's you're concerned about how he spells. Uh, he was uh, bringing in like <laughs> underage girls to uh, hook up with wrestlers. That, Is that what it was? Well, I mean, borderline, like not underage, but like. Young, like proper young, like what? Legal, what is legal, it? legal, legal. Okay, legal. okay. Yeah, he, the, okay. The, the girl, the employee like, for WWE that he had the rape room right next to his office. Oh. She was an adult. She was like wanted to be in the industry and somehow, yeah. somewhere. That's kind of kind of what Puffy did with Cassie. As someone who wants to get into the game, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll put you on. You know, give you all this money. We're gonna do all this crazy shit, and in ten or fifteen years, you're gonna blow the whistle. Yeah. There's there's more girls coming out. I mean, it's yeah. You know what he would do? He'd have these like he he named the dildos after the wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you wanted the Undertaker. <laughs> Here comes Kurt Angle, and he like fuck. That's so crazy. Get all the you dildos. You want some Latino heat? <laughs> you want what a weird guy, right? Yeah, dude. No, what a weird guy. I, like it's not shocking. Look how he treated it's like not wrestlers. Shocking. I mean, like this guy like left people broken and broke. And honestly, in the community of professional wrestlers, not that it trickled down from Vince, but they're all weirdos, man. Yeah. They're all into some really, really weird shit. They're in tights. They're literally wearing little yeah. tighty well, whities I mean, on just, stage. Just the, like, the, whatever. Weirdos. Not that the in-ring stuff, it's being on the road all the time. You're constantly getting tossed up and getting fucked up. And I don't know how much time I got, but I could do the little Jake the Snake story during the movie Beyond the Mat. And Jake the Snake was in Beyond the Mat. And he's oh, like, dude, yeah. we're on the road. We're on the road all the time. We got three chicks, three chicks with toys, three chicks and a donkey and fucking peanut butter on the dog. You're licking peanut butter, bitch's pussy. All this shit. He's like, yeah. but then when you try to go home and be with your wife, there's no way. There's yeah. no way. You need electrodes hooked to your shit. But again, this is... Like Chris Benoit ended it. Well, it, he's... Uh, uh, God bless the dad. But he was he was into his own shit, too. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to mention any wrestlers' names that I know are into some wild shit. They're into poop. They're into pee, getting peed on by chicks. Whoa. I mean, I don't know if it's a professional wrestling thing, but uh, it's... I dude, that just see, It just seems to be like um, humanity has got... We've won... The survival of the fittest, and we're just drifting <laughs> into like the weirder and the weirder. Well, and, and even weirder. though we're not billionaires, we're so on the Maslow's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We're so fucking comfortable. We're so good. Nope. Like you know, it's I'm bored. What can I get into? And, 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 Sam said it right. Uh, when you're surviving, you don't have time to do these fetish shit. Like when you're out there and you're about to die. And, well, yeah, and, for sure, for yeah, sure. But most we people, we're way too comfortable, and it's like it gets into it allows us to get into too much extracurricular shit. This is why kind of the OnlyFans thing is taking off. We're all our phones are working, our streaming services are working, our beers cold, like everything is chill. So it's like I'm bored. What what can but I do? It's also to this thing, dude. That like, you know, we live in a world where we were talking about this earlier, like. The way we, the way men and women are, are are hooking up together, like our relationship with each other, it's gotten since the family unit's gone. It's almost got like you know the man makes this ton of money, the woman tries to get resources from him, and that's that's and don't get mad at me because that's on a basic level right. of in the, in the forest in the jungle. The female looks for the male with the most resources for the children. You know, absolutely. And what is happening now is you see these billionaire guys or these very rich men, right? And these women know if they let him get freaky and do freaky ass shit, they can get the bag. You get the Birkin bag. Literally. Right? But what happens when they don't get the bag, 
Then they then it switches to oh I was um, you see that you get that pink slip in your locker man get them walking papers well, well it's like you know like there's also part of this where she was promised three million dollars she only got a million dollars so that's a big part of this whole thing but it's like but these stories to me do real damage to like sexual assault victims oh, who for are sure. like who have this taken from them you know like when, if you watch the the Netflix. Uh, American uh, Nightmare. Like, nobody believed her. Nobody sad. believed that her. That was sad. And I, I, I remember going, that. oh, man, that makes <clears throat> me so sad. That makes me so sad because in Hollywood now, when people come out and women say stuff, you're like, well, I'm going to wait to see evidence before. I mean, it's because you have to now. Well, we're, we're winding a bit, but this makes me think of when Kamala Harris debated Joe Biden. She's like, I believe the women who mm -hmm. said raped you raped them. Yeah. And then, then she gets to be the vice president. And then I forget who it was. Maybe somebody interviewed her and like, hey, during the debate, you're like, you you believe the women. And she did her horrible fucking cackle talking about it was a debate. <laughs> it was a debate. Like, okay, it was a debate. But were you just pulling shit out of your ass? You didn't mean what you said then or you were just, just saying it? Yeah. And then just, how, do you, how do you walk that back? Like, yeah, I'll be your vice president. Don't worry about the women you raped. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's kind of crazy. And it's just... Yeah, I mean, I mean, I know she's an opportunistic. Oh, I mean, dude, nice she's person. the worst of the worst. She's she's up she's there. She's just the worst. She does not care about who she destroys to get what she wants. She imprisoned people for smoking weed when she smoked weed. No, and bragged she, about no, it. she was just bragging about smoking. Well, she probably did drugs off dicks and did all that stuff. She is just she's just just bottom rung scandalous. I can't like me and my boy talk about this as much as I despise Hillary Clinton gotta tip the cap to that chick dude she was running game for a serious serious minute dude i mean between the meanest stuff with her husband was attorney general and governor running drugs and then she becomes secretary of state like she was into some gangster shit selling half some of our uranium with uranium i mean and yeah, she, she's and, and, darth and, and, vader and dude she is she's a female know? darth vader and her server with all these emails that had, had state privilege or secret shit on it and nothing happens one of the reasons i'd say tip the cap is like a she had had the game to 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 play she played the game and she walked off scot-free and never got pinched meanwhile they're after trump for fucking hundred thousand dollars to a big titty porn star yeah so I'm, that's the only reason why i say tip the cap but like like kamala she's like there's nothing there's nothing there even she's, though she's evil and horrible there's just nothing i can like say well, babe, but you did this i got to give you that game recognizes game no she's just She's Monte Williams' side chick. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> she's trying to be president when she's a side bitch. It's crazy to me. And it's just, it's just, and it's like, that's demoralizing too. You know, it's like, how, to, like, regardless of what you think of feminists, some of our daughters will become feminists. And, you know, my daughter's real young. And then they have this thing where they're going to tell me about how oppressed they are. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're white girls from the valley. What are you talking about? <laughs> When you said you want some, daddy bought it for you. I don't know where you're getting this from, <laughs> right. okay? But there will be a time. So we, we have to respect that in a little bit, that people we love will will see the view, and hopefully along the lines they'll wake up to well, it. Well, and you'll, go, you'll, pay, you'll pay for them to go to an education. No, learning, uh, <laughs> where they'll indoctrinate <laughs> with it. So you'll pay for it. We'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll yeah, figure yeah. that out later. But, I mean, I don't even know if I'm going to encourage them to go to college. I would rather them start their own business and start it from scratch. I think... You know, and you're not seeing businesses going, okay, we don't care if you don't have a college degree. What have you worked in? And then they're like, okay. Yeah. That might, because how many people get a college degree in one thing and then go into work in another thing? You're like, why did I even get the fucking degree? Right. But, but back to like what, what Camel Toe Harris represents. <laughs> okay. Which is like, 
this person who by all counts is the DNC town bike, right? And now she's DNC the vice what? town bike. I don't know who that is. Everybody fucks her. Everybody that means everybody wrote Oh, her. town bike. I yeah. thought you said bike. Tom bike. Like that's town his bike. name. Town bike. I'm, 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 like I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> but the Yamahas. Okay. Town bike. And now she, you know, she's vice president and she's a heartbeat away from president. Like imagine if that becomes the first woman to be president when all these amazing women have tried to run and never even yeah. come close. Tulsi Gabbard. And, and like, let's not even talk about <clears throat> Hillary. Who no. Just well, I, mean, I think that's why they know they, like, Slow-Mo Joe is just really literally on his last leg. And if he goes, then it's her. Yeah. And so that's why I think June or July, he's he's going to dip out. I mean, I could be completely wrong, and I'm cool with that. But I just I just think. Dip out as president not, or dip I, either, out as Honestly, either one is within the realm of possibility, quite frankly. Do you frankly, not think it's more likely that they push him over the finish line, steal the election? possible i don't i I think trump's gonna win but and then then take him. it would be much easier to put like they did with kamala put the 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 person that you want to be president in as vice president right and then and then get him over the finish line you know stumbling and fumbling but she is so bad and then take him out she is so i don't think it's gonna be i don't i just i don't i mean we've had people tell us though that it's just impossible for them to extricate her from that situation because she's a black woman yeah it would be the most racist thing imagine she's just gone no i think they're gonna give her a senate spot I think they're gonna give her. Yeah, they'd have to compensate her. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, Supreme Court justice. Yeah, something like that. Oh my God! Supreme Court. You can almost get. Yeah, and that's that's why. Imagine our her. What do they say when they when they write out their 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 verdict? Eulogy. Oh no! What's it called when they dissertation? Oh, what's that? Dissent is when they disagree. No, no, no. When when they always give out their reason why they voted. Right. What's it called? An opinion. Yeah. When they there's a certain term for it when the Supreme Court. Tells you why they're voting this way. I don't know what it's right, not right, really right. important. Yeah, but like hers, it's gonna be it's gonna be like ice spice, you know, <laughs> with, with a you and a far. But again, that's why she'll go away quietly because they then, will have her on ice for some, if not Supreme Court. I I could see it being Supreme Court justice. Then who's Big Mike's VP? Uh, Gavin Newsom. I was gonna say. I mean, who who who's who's anybody top flight in the Democratic it, world right now? She's got to do something else first. I just can't see them putting her but right up. It's going to get brutal. But with that's her. what I'm saying. It's 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 by by June. It'll be such a desperate situation, and Trump will even more be looking like he's going to become president. And everybody will be like, "Oh my God, he's a fucking threat to democracy in the world." <laughs> so be, this desperate time will create this desperate measure of like, what what can we do? I what, think it's Gavin Newsom. If if that is happening, I think it's because th- he's th- still running this shadow campaign. He's still going around doing media everywhere. But he's got bad everywhere. optics because him talking about giving out free shit to well, you guys I mean, is illegals. They all have bad optics. I mean, but, she's but not no Michelle Obama, him. dude. She's fucking Obama's. She has no experience. As, but neither as a politician. Did, neither did Trump. Ooh, That's what right. I'm saying. These are these cults of personality. They don't need to have experience anymore. Trump didn't. Have, he was a he's a does WWE she have a personality though that anybody knows of. I mean, she's uh, he, she does. I mean, I, I it doesn't move my needle, but I mean, she does, and she's Barack's son, and she's gonna go out with fucking Beyonce, and they're gonna high five with fucking Megan The Stallion, and they're gonna tap into this. I think Culture she's more, a, more popular than Hillary right. Clinton, and which she's is definitely more not, popular not, than Hillary. Right, you let's think say she, she is. See, I don't. I don't think she's that popular. I just don't. Who Michelle Obama? Yeah, I don't think she's. That popular. I don't I think, think she is I, either. I think the uh, the everything that Obama everyone knows is going to come out, and it's going to be nasty. 
So okay, so that's what I'm saying. If Big Mike wins, does she address her her penis? Does that get fuck brought no. up? Does fuck that even no. get mentioned? No. Everyone's just gonna act like, but oh, that'd be great if she just like <laughs> boom laid it out and it's yeah, just one like, motherfucker suck one. my dick. It's just sorry, ladies. Big. Sorry, ladies. You thought you got a woman in the White yeah, House, but yeah, you didn't. Yeah, We're all yeah. about ready to catch yeah. that Joan okay. Rivers smoking how, here, bro. How demoralizing to modern women would be where they had a trans as in the White House before a woman was in the White she House. She just stops tucking all of a sudden, you know. Yeah. So you see the, she lays it out. Oh, it's yeah. got an elbow, right? It looks like Drake's. But I, th I think <laughs> she gets in, and Obama do, does what he's been doing, running the shit from behind the fucking scenes for probably at, at least one term, obviously, but could maybe squeeze another term out of it. And then you got their kids coming down the pike. Like, you could see a dynasty, potentially. I don't think. Their kids are. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. Like I'm spitballing. I'm spitballing. They seem to not want to yeah, be. Yeah, not at all. Like, yeah. But look and, at Melania. And, and she's she's it, a Stepford wife. She doesn't want to be there. It's not their kids. It's not their kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't, but, one, I mean, didn't one of them get caught doing coke with Hunter Biden? Yeah. yeah. I don't know about that, but one of the older one's been getting tossed up lately. Like, they'll smoke cigarettes. Smoke cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're going through rights of passage. I get it. But just don't. I mean, I guess I was going to say don't fuck those kids. Honestly, I mean, they've been. I was going to say don't fuck your career up, but it's like. Ted Kennedy can kill a chick and still become yeah, a senator really. for 40 years. So, I mean, yeah. it's, I, just, I think to answer your question about what's the next play for the rest of 2024, it's going to be very, politically, it's going to be very interesting. And it won't be slow mo Joe, dude. He just won't make it to the end. He just won't, in my opinion. Uh, so, you don't think he's cloned, huh? No. Hey, dude, I think cloning happens. Dude. If he's cloned, he's getting there. They've been for sure. cloning for over a well, century. One of the Obamas is cute. One of them? Yeah, the one of them. The they're both ones. like 20 something, they're both hot. It's very hard not to hotter. be attractive one in your early twenties. I don't know. I've seen some. Yeah. Oh, they can look. I mean, they can look not hot or hot. It depends on if. Yeah, she's cute. Trying. Yeah. She's cute. Uh, Jeff, you came. You saw. You dropped the dropped the hammer of the gods on us. Thank you so sound much. Like, one more like time. That. Tell them where they can find you. You can check. Uh, you can check me out at I'm Jeffrey Wilson on Twitter. Um, at, <clears throat> excuse me, at Conspiracy Farm One on Twitter. Both of those have links to that podcast network where you could find my personal show that Sam's been on a bunch of times called It's Me Speaking to You. It's spelled kind of weird. It's me, SBK, and the number two, the letter U. The Conspiracy Farm's on there. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we got, uh, I got the Rob Carter show going to drop on there pretty soon. I got uh, Kenny Shed's Uncuffed on there. Come check us out, man. We have fun. And again, trying to. I'm not sure how long I'm going to stay in the hosting space of, of podcasting. I'm definitely going to be great at it. I mean, I don't, I don't mind it. Like I said, it's been 10 years in and I'm trying to put my energies on things. I do enjoy podcasting. I'm not saying I'm not going to do it, but I'm working on stuff with my boys some projects some movies some documentaries. I get like I'm going to be on this, but whatever, just have other stuff going on. So I'm trying to measure my uh, energy to strategically put it in the right place. All right. Well, I like it. I thank you for having me on, my friend. Always good to see you. Last thing, do you see that uh, Twitter X is the number one app on uh, Apple Podcasts now? Like, is that a sign that that he? Number, what do you mean? It's on Apple Podcasts? Uh, on uh, Apple uh, on the, oh, the Apple, App Store. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, good. right here it says it's the number one. I mean, I don't know what that means. But it seems like he's, you know, their numbers are going like Tucker jumped on there and went crazy. I guess Joe now is putting his show on there after with ads. his Spotify deal. Wait, what what was up with that deal? Did you guys look into well, it? Oh no, I didn't hear that. Rogan is putting. Uh, I thought I saw something Twitter about it. with that with that Spotify deal is allowing him to put his show on X or Twitter or whatever. Wow. Well, yeah, I'm sure that he called his shots. Oh but, sure. You know, a lot of people are giving Rogan shit. They're like. You know, it's like a David Icke. It's like, I love you, David. Like, stop with the bullshit. And, like, you know, Rogan's my friend, so I know people have opinions of him about where he is and all that stuff. I could break down why he is where he is. Yeah. You know, it's just like you're talking about a guy 
that is the face of two things that weren't around 30 years ago. For sure. UFC and podcasting, right? So it's and he just used the UFC brought all I mean he was already famous, but the UFC brought a whole bunch of people to his podcast and he's got Black Belt and talking. And he's oh, yeah. ac- excellent at it. And he brings on like the heat of guests like He's, it's the, the best, best interview yeah. you could possibly do with anybody. For three hours, too. Yeah, it's I like- mean, so he's great. He's great. People, and you know what? I was telling people, like, privately, like, I hope he resigns with either Spotify or signs with Apple. You can't talk about the things he's talking about, okay, and not be on one of these giant corporations' apps because they're going to fight for, you know, like, yeah. they're Back doing stuff, business yeah. With Apple. Apple needs Spotify's revenue. Spotify gives Apple like 30% of the revenue. Jesus. Yeah, it's like everyone who creates apps hates it, but they have the marketplace. So you're saying Joe can talk about the things he would like to talk about? I think Joe can pretty much talk about anything he fucking wants to. Okay. You know, Joe's also a very smart guy knowing that there's certain things that will get him more trouble. I notice he doesn't talk. I mean, obviously, when Eddie's on, he has to put the freaking reins on Eddie, but it's like he doesn't talk much conspiracy stuff anymore. I mean, he just had Aaron Rodgers on talking to Tario. Did he? Okay, I didn't see that one. And I didn't he see was, he's, You know, it's like Bobby Lee came on. Everyone's excited. He was just like lecturing Bobby Lee about COVID. Bobby's like, I don't know. Bobby's freaking I'm hilarious. just a Care Bear. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Bobby doesn't strike me as a guy who's thinking a lot about those know. kinds of One things. One time, Kurt <laughs> was came into the office at the comedy store, and it was me and Bobby Lee were talking, and Kurt just starts going off on conspiracies with me and Bobby Lee's like I don't want to know about it I just don't want to <laughs> yeah, know and I go right. yeah that's why you're great at what you do because you don't know right and you don't care you're just a funny and little, he's cool with not caring I, mean, I don't know the guy just but a little Ewok out yeah. there who looks hilarious is hilarious he's funny and shit. people love you and in another realm do you wish you were Bobby Lee where you didn't like you you heard conspiracies and your Here's brain just instantly you. just shut it off <laughs> uh, Bobby Lee is a, a fucking a juggernaut of comedy. He's a great guy. Uh, it is much easier to look like a stereotype and connect with people than to walk out and them not know who you are and what you're going to talk about. And that's all I got to say. It just doesn't, it's, yeah. I'm not taking away anything from him. It, you know, it's, it, he, he makes it work for him. He definitely makes it. And not, he's and funny. There, and, and he's legitimately not, yeah, funny. It's like the combination of everything. It's the best of everything. Right. And he's nailed it. I you found know? it. I know we got to go, but I found it crazy when he relapsed and Andrew Santina gave the debrief on his relapse. And he's like, I knocked on Bobby's door and he opened the fucking door and he's covered in his own shit. <laughs> like, what? The fucking crazy. I mean, whatever. I just, I'm glad he's dealt with stuff. Poop and he's is the one thing I cannot get into. Dude, no. I've been, I've been peed on, but I'm never going to get pooped on. Just not my thing. But it just goes back to like, We've just, uh, the food, shelter, clothing is taken care of. Your mind just wanders yeah, into the weird. Absolutely. And then, then you add porn to it, and it it just yeah. makes it even weirder and weirder and weirder, you know? And that's why I haven't watched porn in 41 days. And 40, I'm, like, four, I'm sorry, not funny. Like, 41, you got that shit counted. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, big yeah. deal, dude. No, I, yeah. I, I, no, I appreciate <laughs> I mean, that. I'm serious. I, I, yeah. I, had a, I had a speed problem, dude. Well, I mean, when, going back to kind of the Megan the Stallion, and, like, these kids now, like, you had to, like, what was it called, son? The initiation of Cynthia was our first porn I ever saw. The videotape, and we passed it around. Like, and it was this, this one horrible tape. You know, the chicks looked like they had fucking buckwheat and the head scissors with the big fat muffs. But now they have access to, like, the filthiest of the filthy with the touch of a button. Yeah. So, I mean, talk about demoralization and adding into, you know, that's why I think porn is kind of, it's fucked up. 
Because now you think every, all these chicks are doing this shit. Like, no, that's not what they're doing. And it's it, it just like we, if they, if people really cared, they would have phones that didn't allow you to access that till you're 18 years old. And wait uh, until it's it's integrated with Apple Vision Pro. I mean, oh, they already have uh, VR. Uh, oh, my God. I just got told that my nephew, which is like 11, got caught trying to make an OnlyFans account with my uh, cousin's credit card. And I'm like, what? And that means he's already seen things. Oh yeah, if he's yeah, making OnlyFans, yeah. that means he's already seen everything he wanted to see, and now he wants to see extra. Because my my sister called me, he's like, "Guess who found OnlyFans?" And I literally, I thought she was gonna say her husband. How old is it? How old is it? How old is it? <laughs> I thought your husband. I was like, "You're mad about your husband?" He's 11 years old. She's like, "No, fucking so and so junior got caught." And I was like, and in my head, I was like, "Oh, that means he's seen it all. He's seen gaping." He's seen it all. Uh, if he's on going on OnlyFans, it's because he's caping? seen it all. What's caping? Oh, gaping. That's how we warp this guy is. <laughs> Fuck, dude. He's 50 years old. Never heard of gaping. gaping. Like, who goes right to gaping? Is that like that? <laughs> no, I is see that like threesomes Belladonna and lesbians. And XG, yeah. This guy's like gaping. Instantly gaping. Dude, Johnny, one. that is my girl. You dusted off a nugget there. Yeah. Belladonna. Oh, oh. Those are the two that go straight to gaping. Belladonna That's my girl. We so were we, talking about Belladonna's out there trying to live her real life like she does, like a normal life. Like she does have superpowers, yeah. right? She's out there. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I don't. I know her real name. I'm not gonna put it out, but yeah. she's just walk around as blah blah blah. Right. Real mom. She got to fix those teeth and then maybe. Well, she, she's been, well, to recognize. She's, she's out of the game now. Well, but there's yeah. another there's another porn star that she's kind of done doing porn star. So she's in Harvard now, and she's acting like like she's making accomplishments, and everyone's congratulating her on getting into Harvard. And I'm like, you're a millionaire. Yeah, like I mean, you, but which is it, very, yeah, it's good for her. Like back sh- back when we thought Harvard meant something, right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> you know that <laughs> now was you could be the president and yeah. be, <laughs> plagiarize your whole career. Yeah, I mean, it's, I I actually see the institution of of colleges dying. Not to digress, but that that Harvard situation is, an, in my opinion, another part of the demoralization. We we don't want you to have faith in any of our institutions: judicial, educational, political. Harvard, we this esteemed fucking organization, this esteemed university. Their president had to step down because of fucking plagiarism. That sounds like some community college shit. Yeah, right. But right. it's Harvard, so again, now we don't believe in that. It's, again, I think all of that shit chips away, man. That death by a million slices type yeah, thing. I mean, yeah. that's what's you're not gonna know who to trust, but you know you can trust Tim Fall Hat. Damn straight, give you the best. All right, guys, that's the show. Uh, it was great. We're going to sit down. We're going to break down what we thought Jeffrey's sh- episode and uh, enjoy. Okay, let's get into it. What did you guys think of Jeffrey? I thought he crushed. It's nice to have someone in studio. It makes it. It's, them, it's yeah. nice. It's cool. Yeah. I don't enjoy. have to worry about the technology for once. It's a relief. Yeah, I wish we could have more people come in. Me too. Yeah, I like having people. If you want, come on, come in. <laughs> come in the show. It's just not our network, so, you know. Yeah, international that we. Yeah, I mean, like we probably couldn't have ninety percent of the guests on if they yeah. had to be in studio. Yeah, we, I, what are poor, we poor, flying people out. You know, yeah, like, Jeffrey Burke was like, "I flew in for this <laughs> last time." You just bitched about YouTube. I'm like, I'm sorry, dog. Yeah, I was wondering why you brought that up. Did he say that? Really? That's yeah. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> we co- yeah we complained on YouTube that whole episode. He was there. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. But I like Jeffrey. I mean, like. Je- Jeffrey's a nice blend of, um, I wouldn't say he's blackpilled, but he's like, uh, he he's, he has a lot of knowledge of, of the games that the elites are playing, but he also has this kind of spiritual belief about taking control of your life, which I totally respect. And that's why I really like, and I think that's very important. I think you have to have this, this understanding that you know, there's going to be chaos out here. And, and like, 
And so much of it to me is manifestation. You know, and I wish we would have brought this up with Jeff Berwick too, but it's like, you know, they're they're only going to be allowed to do this if we allow them to do it. Right? Like that becomes it. It, it, and that's why they keep doing these false flag events and it's just going to get harder and harder and harder to do it. And now you have states that are kind of voting down digital currency and all that stuff. So I don't know. Wait, man. What do you mean? I, I'm not familiar with that. The states voting it down. I think mean? some states have voted uh, that they can't they'll never they vote for vote uh, that they'll never take Fed oh, digital oh, currency like Fed coin stuff. OK, I think because one like Idaho or Tennessee did that. Um, there's an, an Emmer had a CBDC anti-surveillance state act. Let's see. Who did? Uh, let's see. Today, the House Financial Services Committee considered Majority Whip Emmer's CBDC anti-surveillance state act, anti-surveillance state act. The bill was passed out of committee and reported, uh, this was September 20th of last year. So I, I guess nothing, it went nowhere, but, um, I don't, uh, I don't see anything too recent. Um. But maybe I missed it. I, I would love to hear well, I that. I thought I saw something about maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I'm sure. I just, I'm not finding the right terms for it. CBDC. I just saw somebody ask, has porn come to Apple Vision Pro yet? <laughs> yeah, somebody asked me that when I posted about it. Um, I, I'm sure you can figure it out. Yeah. Wait up. You haven't? You haven't looked it up, Johnny? I have not. No, not yet. Uh, I, I like will. It. I'm you like, I got to need some privacy. I feel you. I you can't oh be wa- walking around that thing on. And that, uh, that was the problem. You used to have to have it in certain places. Now you can take it everywhere you're going. What, pornography? You're gonna it's be been on your phone for yeah, decades. but like now I can watch it without anyone know what I'm watching. Oh no, like, it's not just that you're watching it. By the way, to be clear, it's it's immersive. It it you're, we're talking about 3D, like you're there. It's not. Well, so I'm, I'm not at just Starbucks talking about you watching offering the TV. a co- coffee and two people are boning on the coffee maker machine. No, it's not. It's not. How, it, it's point of view. It, it, it's you are the person. It's you look down and there's a you know. A, a trans donor. <laughs> yeah. No, but you you see you you're it's your point of view. You see yourself, your legs, and then uh you know somebody else's dick smoking bro. hot. Johnny, dude. have you uh, tried it? Have you tried it? Uh, yet? Obviously, not on not on Apple Vision Pro, but oh, with, you've done 3D porn. You've done I haven't virtual reality porn. I've checked it out. Of course, I have. I'm a man. I mean, obviously, have you checked it out? I don't have one. That's oh, yeah, all I, I wanted. I never for. checked it out. Johnny, don't let me borrow yours. Johnny, you, you should never check it out. <laughs> yeah, yours, I, I don't. I quit pornography. <laughs> I'm telling you. I feel like I'm last of the Mohicans. Dude, it's a little disturbing for me. Actually, it's almost too intimate because it, I mean, they they do make a big deal of like looking you in the eyes and whispering in your ear. It kind of weirded me out. Oh, really, yeah. Johnny? Too much intimacy in your yeah. fake sex. Yeah, well, for a stranger to be that close and in my face, yeah, it's a little weird. That's cr- like, can you just ramp it up as weird as you want? Well, no, it's not customizable. It's just a. It's still. When a video. are they gonna come up with that? Oh, not that long. AI, AI yeah. is what it is. You put in race, gender, you know, any body you know, fluids, body body hair, <laughs> yeah, bodily fluids, yeah, yeah. How many dicks you want it to have? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so and funny, dude. That's coming for sure, and it will be generated uh, procedurally as as you do. You do you guys with. at all think that there will come a point where it will be so much that people are just going like, "I'm off, I'm what do you done." Mean so much, like it's gonna be too much. I don't know what what's gonna be too much. Just all the internet chaos. Like, has that time not already come? I mean, my God, we're pretty much there. 
I mean, if you were going to bail, I think you'd be out by now. So I'm trying. I mean, you didn't even try the VR porning. You already quit. Yeah, I know. I don't want to. I'll be lost. It, it would be a mistake for you to give a shot, I have to say. Thank you, Johnny, for caring. Think he'd relapse? Yeah. yeah obviously. Literally yeah, relapse on porn. sex addiction. What are <laughs> yeah. you talking about? You would be, yeah. you would be uh, into it, for sure. So, Johnny, you have no desire to come to our side on Tataria, that there's something there. Oh, I, I absolutely believe there's hidden history and that uh, what we know about history is not the complete story. 100% believe that. I just, uh, I don't, I, the World's Fair thing, I have, I believe that 0%. All right, respect. Yeah. But the, the Tartar, it's just to me, like, I don't get what quite what the fascinations was that with that country specifically or empire or whatever it was. I'm sure there were many others. I mean, the way Czechoslovakia, what did, what did they do with Czechoslovakia? Where did it go? You know? Right. Doesn't exist anymore. Right. It's not, but it's on this old map from the '60s. Right. 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 Know, like, Very weird. That I don't know. I, uh, there's a lot. Like there's a lot about the Crusades uh, that is fascinating. That you know, it's kind of looked on by you know history, kind of portrayed as this really evil thing. But if you go back and look, it was really some of the Crusades were actually kind of trying to save people. You know that were being well, that were under attack by the Muslims who were just invading all these countries and taking them over and killing people and. Oh, shit. Yeah, some of the Crusades were uh, shitty. I mean, for John, sure. Johnny but, goes down the rabbit hole. I mean, he was, I mean, you mentioned the other day about reading a book on Civil War. Oh, I'm That's still... That's why he it's, does, it's yeah. Not, it's this three-book series by yeah, Shelby Foote. I'm like... I, I'm partly listening to it and partly reading it. Depends on where I am. And uh, So you're listening to it. No, no. I have the books, and then like at night, I read them. But when I'm like w driving around and stuff, I will listen to them because, you know, obviously. Do you yeah. think the Civil War was what we thought it was? But it is, uh, hun I mean, it, what, what am I, like 200, 300 hours into this thing? It's wow. some crazy number of hours. It's very long. Uh, what do you mean what we thought it was? Like, do you think it's like it was about slavery and all that shit and well, it's undeniable that slavery had some part of it, yeah, but it was much more about our, or it was at least equally about what kind of government this continent was going to have on it, I think, you know. Like Lincoln, though, is portrayed as, you know, just a, a saint by modern I mean, historians. right? No, no, he's, I mean, he completely, he jailed journalists, he jailed political rivals, he slandered them. Yeah, no, he, he was... He was a tyrant for a time, and he he said, uh, and he knew it. Like I mean, you see his letters and stuff, and he or his correspondence with other people trying to explain these things. And he goes, you know what? It's a war on. I got to do what I got to do. If I have to kind of shelve the Constitution temporarily, I'm going to do it. Uh, you know, in effect, were his to summarize some things I heard that he said, read that he said. But anyway, so yeah, and yeah, not he, a saint. He's yeah. known. Yeah, he's known as a saint when you go to. There school. are no good guys. He's there are no bad guys. There's only you and me, and we just can't be beat. Come on now. Come on now. Yeah. Johnny, what would you guys think of the uh, Tim Fall hat that we just did a little, the live? It's popping. I like it. It's a seventh one, right? Yeah. I it's mean, are, are we doing well? Are we crushing it? What do you guys think? I, YouTube I just censors it. us. I yeah, just YouTube feel. just does We got to start doing it on the we'll other We'll do it one. on Rumble next, next week, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday, three p.m. Guys, Tuesday, three p.m. Pacific, and five, six p.m. Uh, Eastern. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. We went all over the place with this episode. We went to Vix McMahon, into Tartaria, into yeah, Michelle dude. Obama. Yeah, I agree, dude. We were all over the place, but I liked it. Yeah, but I still think Gavin Newsom has a role to play. I'm not sure what it is, but he's still he's doing this shadow campaign. 
where he's still doing media appearances as though he's running for president. I see him all over the place. And people will bring it up, and he just laughs and is like, You think I'd tell you the truth? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I eat children. <laughs> it was so funny seeing him on Mar recently because it's clear that he has the skill for just bullshitting his extreme liberal views. Like when Mar brings up like regulations, which we know one thing about Gavin Newsom, he's all about regulating the shit out of this yeah, state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he pretends while he's talking to Bill Maher, who's really anti-regulation, especially uh, you know construction and and because it's affected him personally. Yeah, because he wants uh, to build a deck. No, he wanted to, no. It's actually he wanted to get solar panels on his uh, shed, and it was a pain in the ass. So now he's anti-regulation, uh, which is this thing. That's how it's some people get there. Hey, man. But for that time, <laughs> Gavin Newsom pretended that that was his issue. You could tell that. Oh, okay, this guy is capable of changing the run for president. He'll pretend he's a moderate. Dude, they're all gonna yeah. lie to get in. I could like, see him, dude. I could see him being a problem. I know we see him as kind of American psycho, but. I mean, he's got the look, I, dude. dude. He's got I look. think the rest of the country thinks California is full of retards. Mm-hmm. That's why you have and to compromise. And that Gavin yeah. Newsom ran it into the ground. I think his name is dog shit outside of these giant uh, liberal cities, which, okay, maybe they'll go his way. But they're going to, I mean, dude, New York City's about to flip. Dude, Chicago's about to flip. Philadelphia, uh, L.A. and San Francisco seem like the only places that aren't going to flip because they're they're so rich there, which you think would be New York. Yeah. But it's really bad in New York. I mean, it's about to pop off. And we're going to see. You don't think they're on on a weird way they're doing it on purpose so Trump wins? Kind of like how he said WWE make beat down Donald Trump so he has a great comeback? Yeah, 100%. 100 percent they're trying to set up so everyone runs into uh runs into trump and then he wins and then trump wins and then what are uh, we he back just to starts doing the same bullshit locking down everything again yeah i love that he's running on building the wall when well, i mean dude you were president and you ran on building the wall before it's like nixon who ran on ending vietnam twice yeah you know what i mean like how do you like oh i'm gonna end it i'm gonna end it this time yeah i'm gonna build the wall this time yeah totally but he did work? get a lot. He did have a lot of people uh, pushing back on him. Right, but why would why would we expect him not to have people pushing back on him this time to any any less uh, degree? Because I believe, I believe, dude, that um, that the environment is different. Maybe I just think the Democrats are really weak right now. I'm with Johnny though. But let me also say this: if if um. He does get in, then you'll have people flip to the other side. You're totally right. I mean, it's complete bullshit. No, the status quo is getting nothing done. That's the status quo in Washington, and they're going to continue that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm with Johnny, though. If they're going to let Biden win and then Biden dies off after. Yeah, I think think he's going to be the nominee. Yeah, it's too too late to put someone in. Uh, I think that's why they're going to put him in late. What do you mean? I like, think they're going to put him in late so that people can't really discuss it. They kind of got to run up with it. Michelle or Gavin yeah. or Carmel. Is there a precedent for that, though? Or a precedent for that? Uh, putting in someone at a last-minute swap like that? Like, I feel like there would have to be some kind of... But, I mean, that would have to happen yeah, at the convention. Right? Uh, extraordinary times. And we're not... And we're all... I mean, if you're saying that they're putting someone in last minute, uh, are we saying Biden dies and we have a president that dies while being president? Seems Yeah, it would seem like it would be easier to do that, just like I was saying during the show, just to get him mm-hmm. 
into the office. I can't like, imagine a funeral and the president dying yeah. off of whatever he died of. Because that's a mandate. Of. Once that happens, the guy who takes, or the he or she who takes over, uh, he, she, uh, who becomes president, then has a mandate. They, you know, they have the sympathy of the nation. The, everybody yeah. feels bad because, you know, like Lyndon Johnson, for example. You know, he really had some power there for a bit. He's a piece of shit. Garbage. Garbage gay. He's a gay? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the whole thing. It was Double like, G's, garbage under, and gay. He was in the closet gay. One of my favorite stories is how he almost showed up to the uh, convention in Chicago because there was such a mess, and he was on the phone in his hotel room like, do they need me to come down there? And they almost called him to Chicago to be the nominee after uh, he had already said he wasn't going to uh, do it. Really close to that happening. What's it? Just I have no faith in elections, and the worst part is that everyone has no problems with no faith in in, in elections. What do you mean, no problem? Like people don't care that they don't work? Yeah, yeah. They, like I was literally getting an argument with Dylan the other day on Conspiracy Social Club, and he was like, "Yeah, they they rig elections." I'm like, "You shouldn't be fine with that. No. You shouldn't be like that's okay." <clears throat> you know? Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I think it's really sad. Anyways, great show with Jeff. I loved it. Big time. Guys, go to uh go to go down a little bit. Baker's uh well, yeah, I got to put that on the website. Can uh cash that uh, excuse me. Uh comedy chaos on the uh t- on the, Fourth, 13th, on the 13th. And then I'm at the 24th. I'm in Huntington Beach at the I mean, excuse me. I'm at 23rd. I'm in Bakersfield at the 24th. I'm in Huntington Beach and then I have my live taping of my special quiet. Dude, I, my hour crushes. I got an hour of crush. Can't wait to hear it. And then uh, the Morris Plains, J- January, uh, excuse me, March, March 8th. I'm there doing two shows stand up, and then I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be in um, doing the, the uh, Grifties Awards. So I'm very excited. And that's the story. Uh, what else? Oh, Check out our our dude. Check out our our uh, affiliate programs. Uh, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver. Uh, I'm buying gold and silver all the time. Uh, Aquacure Hydrogen Gas. Uh, everyone, I had a guy come up to me going, "I love my brown gas, bro. Love it." Uh, then we have Chemical Free Body with my man Tim James. Use the promo code Tinfall Hat. And then uh, Harley Ray, everybody. Harley Ray. We love their candles. We love their uh, we love their candles, and we love their crystals. So go check it out. Use Swarm Fifteen. And then my boy Joel Staley and his new uh, and dude. I'm telling you, if you're looking for someone to teach you how to work out and get shape, I'm doing it. You can do it too. Go see the telegrams, and then check out all my free audio right there on on samtriplee.com. Anything else, guys? Uh, scum and Kick It. Go check out the new couple episodes we just dropped. And it's on YouTube and any podcast app. And we've got a Broken Sim that's out. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Good check episode. out Doom Scrolling Woo! on Doom Scrolling on uh, uh, Rumble. Friday, right? So you, you do it. You go I'm live do Fridays? it on Thursday. I think Sorry, I'm gonna okay. do it on Thursday. So that's my goal right now. So yeah, anything else, guys? That's that's it. It. Enjoy these highlights. Here's a clip from the latest Broken Sim. Prime time. Alex Stein was he there? Oh yeah, you saw him. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So I got to see Alex. Alex Stein. He's so he's like so him. funny and he's Crazy. so entertaining and he's always on. Yeah, all the time. So I do the show. Dave and I are talking, and then suddenly Alex Stein bursts through the doors, going, 
The studios are on fire. Oh, you were there for this. Okay. 100%. Oh, wow. He's like, the studios are on fire. I'm like, what? He's like, and then nobody moves. I heard all about this. This is crazy. And we're debating whether we should keep podcasting or not. And I'm like, are we really debating we're going to keep podcasting? And Alex Stein's like, there's firemen everywhere. It's going to burn down. We got to <laughs> save Dave Landau. I'm like, oh, uh, what about me? <laughs> I'm going to be the guest. And it's so funny because I don't know if you saw the uh, the the clip, but it's like, if that place burned down, the, the, the probably the last thing they would talk about is me and Dave Landau. The first thing they would talk about is how the set from all the family lo- got lost in a fire. They have the All in the Family set yeah, at that you, studio? Yeah, you got to walk through it to get. Why is it still up? Because he, he got the old the studio lot. But And they still had the setup? Yeah. That's you so weird. You can see the stairs. You could see the uh, couch. Everything's there. But how long has that show been off the air? Forever, like decades, bro. Right? When did All in the Family go off the air? That's so funny. And they still have that setup. Uh like that show aired, it, it, it went off the air in '79. Yeah, it's still what? there. They're That's like, so yeah, crazy. And this is the, this is the. Uh, what a funny show! Set of all in the family. I'm like, what? That's wow. I'm like, yeah. Oh, no, I'm but- sorry. No, it, it was picked up again for four more seasons and ended in '83. So yeah, it's been 40 years. Yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's there, and wow. people would be like, oh, dude, we lost a national treasure. Oh, by the way, Sam Tripoli's gone too. <laughs> yeah, you total afterthought. Right. Here's the smoke, and here's a, just a little quick look at the studio of the smoke everywhere. Oh yeah, and dude. Stein. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It looked like a, a, a smoke fish tank. It was very weird, and they had all these guys walking around, like all the firemen. I took a picture with that fireman. Really? What yeah. was the cause of it? Electrical. Really? Yeah. Huh. And it, but oh, that's that's. So strange. That Stein just is walking around filming. Yeah, he was like claiming he took credit. He was taking credit for like saving everybody, getting them out of there. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah. And he, then he oh. came and saved us last. And then the woman <laughs> who does, uh, the who runs the board for uh, Dave Landau is like, I'm going to go check on the thing. She just really wanted to go look at the firemen. <laughs> because they're good looking guys with a job. Like that's number one thing. Yeah, yeah. fit. Yeah, have like a fitness requirement. Yeah, and you just gotta wonder how many groupies show up and just try to get weird with firemen. With firemen, oh just yeah, slinging puss at them all the time. It's like that in West Hollywood with the guys, man. Those fire stations, these got the firemen will come and sit down with like folding chairs in front of the firehouse on Santa Monica, and they're all uh, they're always getting hit on by these gay dudes. And I think they like it. I think they might be gay actually. Do you think the they only hire gay firemen? It could be, dude. It's, it's like West how Hollywood, flaming bro. are you? Yeah. It's West Hollywood, man. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, the gays are allowed to fight their own fires. Yeah, yeah they can do anything regular yeah, people. So can so for you guys who don't know this, oh, sorry. that uh the the police here have like in West Hollywood have a rainbow checker digital well, how would you describe it? <laughs> on the side of their cars. That yeah. means they are equipped to deal with gay domestic problems. Yeah. <laughs> which by the way, majority of it is lesbians. Yeah. You know that, right? Like lesbians are constantly oh, the domestic, swinging yeah, on lesbians. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got their whole little kit. You know, they got their their first aid kit. They yeah. got their Narcan. They yeah. got the prep and one other little bottle there. Just anything you might need on a night out in West Hollywood to save. So, lives. Johnny, I finally understood why they put. And I don't. I don't. I'm not saying I agree with it, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying they should do it. But I finally understand why they do it. What? Which is why they put tampons in men's room. Why? Because 
the female, the male trans go in there and they still bleed. Oh, I thought it might be for dads with daughters or something. No. It's because the female, the trans, oh, the female, no. the males yeah. who walk around like, you know. Do they? What if they got like a wang or like surgery? I guess some of them do. I got you. Some oh, of them still bleed. That's so curious. Their own blood. Oh. That's why it's there. I don't even like to think about it. I don't either. Yeah. I don't either, but that's why it's there. I Because I looked at, I, I was watching something on um, Doom Scrolling, which is going to be either Thursdays or Fridays. Such a good I'm, name. I'm just, I I'm just, uh, yeah, I look for it. You're great there. at naming podcasts. Thank that's you, one of your true talents is naming podcasts. <laughs> it really is. If you need, if you need help naming your podcast, contact Sam Tripoli on Twitter. Um, so this guy was like walking around and it, it just looks like one of the, um, adults for, uh, or one of the teenagers from the Rugrats, you know, have you ever seen, can you look at teenage Rugrats? The cartoon? Yeah. No, no, no. Or is it the teenager? Homer Simpson, the Simpsons. Oh, the Simpsons. Look at them. These yeah, guys. that's what oh. that's what basically uh, female trans <laughs> females who go to male yeah. look like. Go up, go up. Yeah, yeah, right there. Oh, Sitting next to that, that's them. Right there. That's their lesbian friend, yeah. and that's the two chicks who are trying to look like guys. <laughs> You're look right. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. That's how yeah, they always look. They got soft features, like a little too soft. To yeah, be, but they got like they're wearing like they're. It just trans are just best basically stereotypes of the other sex that's a special type of trans too the female to male is a special type of person yeah it's like that's even it's very weird and you yeah. ne never see them try and compete against men in sports right you no. never see yeah, that no, you never that's how you know that. the whole thing is bullshit yeah. Yeah. it never goes the other way <laughs> i wish it would i saw this thing where uh who was it oh where was stephen a smith appeared on some damn place He's going around doing like real news shows now and stuff. I don't. I think he was on, uh, yeah, of maybe course. Mar or something. And he was talking. They, somebody asked him, like, "Hey, what do you think? Uh, if what would happen if the NBA just became like integrated and there was no WNBA?" And Stephen A. Smith goes, "Well, LeBron would have like sixty a game." And I'm like, "No, no. no. LeBron would have twenty four or and whatever." He's no women, and in there the would league. be no women in the NBA. There would be yeah. no women. It's the in the wrong league. answer. So that's the whole thing now. Is like, you know, have you seen this that Michael? Uh, Porter Jr. is getting like lit up right now sure. because he basically articulated crystal clear why WNBA players don't get paid. What did he say? He said basically that they're fun. super talented, but there's a lot of super talented people out there. Meaning he goes, there's a lot of super talented ping pong players, but how do they compete in a marketplace of ideas? And he's totally right. And it's just the way it is. Here it is. I found it. Right? And he basically breaks it down. And he's getting a ton of shit. So so this woman, somebody, like, dude, it's so funny. These bots, they just like, wait till this chick gets in the WNBA. And they're scoring like 60 points a game. You're like, it won't mean anything. Nothing, okay? Nothing. Nothing. So it, that, I know these females want to get paid more. And they're very talented. But so is a famous ping pong player. The best ping pong player is just as talented as the best basketball player. I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, that doesn't and, mean they're going to get paid the same. Yeah. It's what the people want to watch. So as much as I understand females wanting the same treatment as men's basketball players, it's a different sport. Yes. They're not packing out the arenas. Arenas. Obviously, their TV deals aren't the same. Yep. So as much as I advocate for women and equality and respect of their craft... You can't pay them the same thing, but I do feel like there should be a way to make a little bit more money for them so, because they're very talented. So, so, what? What? Look at that, bro. I mean, like, is that not the most 
professional answer to that. Nothing offensive and about that. And the fact that people are losing their effing skull on Here's that. Here's the headline from SB Nation. Michael Porter Jr.'s WNBA pay scale comments were impossibly wrong yeah. and bad. Explain it. Let's see what they have to say. The excitement around women's basketball in recent years is undeniable, Sam. It's undeniable, that excitement around women's basketball. Do you hear that? You remember we talked about they were... They were bragging that more minutes watched than ever, but they didn't tell you that there were more more WNBA games. games. That's so funny. Earlier this week, I got to witness Caitlin Clark, the the Caitlin Clark phenomenon in person, which was something adjacent to Beatlemania for the young girls in attendance. What are, what are we talking Dude, about? It's just the like, Beatles now? You can't really? deal with these people. It's not reality. <sighs> and it's like everybody agrees that college, women's college basketball is totally different. That it's because it these ten, these the schools tend to be in smaller cities and they're just they're do like Yukon, right? Like, yeah, yeah. like you have a dynasty there, so that resonates with people. So everybody goes to watch the game because it's the great Iowa now has mm-hmm. that player. Like, dude, go look at like what UCLA could win a thousand fucking female games. It doesn't matter because yeah. in a marketplace of ideas on a Saturday night in Los Angeles, how many things happen? Like. If you power ranked all the things going on in Los Angeles, where does UCLA women's basketball? Oh god, dude, you'd have to get down past like uh, like Beatles cover bands. Yeah, there's you know, also like... bumfights.com. <laughs> oh, you're talking about stuff you could stay at home and do I, too. I mean, oh god, jo- Johnny, literally, I w- I saw a woman and like there, but for the grace of God, go I. I could have been homeless. I was just blessed. That I I was a functional tweaker. Okay. But it's like, I saw this woman out there. Dude, she's on her phone talking to her family. Just going to see how sis is doing. I'm like, well, tell them you're living outside. So she's on a phone (laughs) and she's got a yoga mat and everything she owns. I'm like, are we just in a place where America is so great that our, our homeless do yoga? Yeah, I mean, I don't I mean, that might be a person that just wants to live outside. I don't know. I, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. It's weird, right? That's the divide. In, it's, in, and in, it's like raining. You feel so bad for yeah, these dude, people. Yeah, dude, I saw somebody coming in. I was like, oh, shit. I feel man. so bad for these people. That's supposed to be the perk of being a homeless out here is that it doesn't rain. You yeah, know, you and then just, when it, we just get biblical rain washing all the sodomy yeah. away, right? I mean, honestly, if this was the South, it would just be like a normal week. But in LA, this is like a few inches that the hills start totally sliding down agree. and stuff. Yeah, so I almost died in a in a, in a in a studio fire. And now, a highlight from Cash Daddies. J Dog and I uh, got some of our Celsius money back. Yes. Yeah. Finally. So you do too, Sam. I know Johnny got fifty. Yeah, I got. Mine was after. He got a little yeah. couple days later. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I think it was like a day or two later. Yeah, I got Is it. Is it the same percentage? Uh, well, we're gonna get a lot of stock. That's it. So without well, getting he- too. Yeah, no. what we I think we all got paid. Everybody would have gotten paid a little over fifty percent based on the value of their crypto when the company froze withdrawals. Which, if you had a lot of Bitcoin, that's bad. I had USD coin mostly, so that didn't hurt me too bad. I had a little Bitcoin, but if you had Bitcoin, then Bitcoin was at nineteen when that happened. Bitcoin by what it was then. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not. That's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, it's oh, crazy. and by yeah. the way, Johnny, didn't I send you the other story that dropped about Bakeman Freed? I sent you that 
from my uh, social media phone. Uh, I didn't. I've been driving a lot. What, what, okay. Where did you send it? Oh, shit. From the social Sam social media phone, and it's basically saying that um, that you should make a folder that's both of my phone numbers, so that if it gets it gets, goes to the same thing, but. It's basically saying that the the victims, okay, of uh, Sam Bankman Fried will get their full money back. Yeah, full yeah. money. Yes, yes. Is it there though? I, I, I and and Sam, I don't do that because I don't want important like show texts to get swamped by like a bunch of memes of girls' asses. Come on. All that means, Sam, is that they found they found Sammy stash. And those guys, FDX, they're getting paid everything. They're getting you get your money back. But let me just, oh, oh no, you sent it from your regular phone, actually. Uh, let me see here. I'm having um, a tough time processing what Johnny just said. I don't understand the common sense of saying, you know what? Even though Bitcoin's trading at fifty now, we gotta give it to you what it was trading when we put it up your ass. Yeah, it's that. total bullshit, dude. Yeah, it was, they're calling it the bullshit. cash value because they, I, I guess, they sold a lot of their assets back then, and uh, then they got they bought back into Bitcoin to uh, to pay people back. So we got paid in Bitcoin and ETH, uh, kind of a so almost even split, not quite. When you say you get some in stock, explain that because that's the, not the last. I think it's going to make we got like some fifty something percent, fifty five ish, which has gone up. I kept mine in Bitcoin, and it's gone up to represent more than that. But uh, then they're going to make up the last up to I think seventy nine percent was the number, Howie, in stock in a new Bitcoin mining company, uh, which is set to begin operations soon i think they might already be mining it's not trading publicly yet it will not yeah no we'll get stock in the private company and with a the mine they've already started the paperwork for but we're i think we're going to get stock before they ever go public how quickly can you sell it i i i'm sure there are going to be restrictions on it i'm sure yeah, there are there always is you got to hold it for 60 and then by then the fucking thing's worth pennies although apparently the people anybody who buys in who isn't a creditor, a Celsius creditor, will not be able to sell their stock for much longer. So it will prevent like pump and dumps on behalf of like big wigs, you know, people with millions. Yeah. Just because you guys, as retail dudes and not commercial guys, I would suggest selling it. It's just bad luck, dude. The, the first second bad luck. Can sell it. It was just bad luck. The whole thing was just bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. I you know. And I, Dana was super happy for me for getting back a lot of my money. I'm like I was explaining, yeah, but I was explaining to her like the loss of the amount of crypto that I lost is a giant loss for somebody like me who comes from like low middle class. Like that, I'm not a rich man. I do well, but I, I wouldn't say I'm rich. I'm not poor, but it's just like that's a big loss. Like it doesn't help to just imagine you sold it back in 2019 or, or i'm sorry in uh 20 what was it 2022 something like that that doesn't help you just be like all right no, because i would have money i would have the money if i did that I but i'm you. saying you have half you know and then you i hope i, I you, don't have half johnny uh, they did not give me half really yeah. of my bitcoin no you should talk to them then because everybody was supposed to get no all right no but not of the big but of the value of it back then did you go back and 
Well, do the I, math I mean, on that. yeah, if you're telling me it's $18 or $19, 19, yeah, I guess yeah. I don't want to get into how much it was actually given to me, but it yeah, yeah, fucking sucks. Yeah. And now to get it off PayPal, I got to pay a fee every time. And so I'm going to lose more Bitcoin. Oh, and Sam, I'm sorry. The FTX thing is exactly the same thing with Celsius. It says for FTX customers being made whole, according to a judge's ruling, means getting the cash equivalent of what their crypto was worth in November of 2022. So they're going to have the same thing to them. But I think Bitcoin was worth a lot more in uh, oh, yeah. 2022. Uh, let me see that. I could be wrong. Uh, what You're was right it? Up. It was No, actually, it was 17,000. So they're going to get less than us. Uh, I'll fight everybody, dude. I mean, they, know, if they, they could get 100%, though, if they're talking about being made whole then they would get 100% of the value back then, not 55 or whatever we got. But Yeah, 2022 could have been anywhere from 20,000 up to 30. 30? What? No, that's November, though. So it's 17,000 is what they're saying, down 16%. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right here. Yeah, it's 16, like it opened. Yeah, yeah it's 17,000. 16,680. Yeah, there was a day or two here where it was like 20-something. But yeah, in oh, that range, saying? though. I will Not say what this, it is now. you got to look at this like, hey, man, I got something back um, because that Celsius fiasco was so fucking criminal as far as paying. Guys just weren't answering. They weren't like, you know, we're going to write this check. We're gonna, we have this much. Who knows? It could have been a, a Dickie Hart deal. Where they just he just ran, and took everything. So probably. Probably, I, yeah. I mean, the fact he's still you, tweeting, Dick Hart. He's he's out yeah, there. It's not him. You it's don't think him. so? No, no. That dude is gone, and I think they'll eventually drag him in. Um, and I think he'll probably get some time or whatever. But somebody told me there was a guy that posted the other day saying that you know, actually, you know, Zoltan was explaining it to me. He said, "There's no telling how much he actually owns of Hex." Of just the bullshit. Um, but I mean, look, it's down 90, what, 93% from its high. Bitcoin goes up, it goes down. I mean, those people aren't getting it back. Those people that were invested for five years, remember those guys said, Yeah, I'm staked for five years. Yeah, that's gone. Dude, I, I, yeah, I don't, I mean, the amount that I had is almost worthless now. It's crazy. It's not coming back, but. Anyways, yeah, Bitcoin had 50 grand today, you know, and, and I'll tell you oh, what. Oh, joy. It's, uh, look, we talked about Paramount, and Friday I put out, I usually give a two-star, three-star, four-star. I put out a ten-star. A ten oh, stars. Shit. Ten and, stars. There's not even ten stars to give out. You know, I got questions like, Howie, what's the deal? Why are you saying ten? I said, I'll do this once. This is the only time I'll ever do it. It hit a certain it hit a certain support level. And with all the news about possible buyouts, I said, look, buy these calls, blah blah. The calls are up. Some guys sold up 35% today. We go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. <laughs> Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack, tin foil hack, tin foil hack.